Welcome to PowerPlay. I'm Sam DeLev, but in Port Ruby, I'm Dr. Caden D'Alto. What you are about to hear is the audio from our Twitch stream. If you'd like to watch the show, it's live on Sundays at 5 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash qtimes, q-u-e-u-e-t-i-m-e-s, or you can catch up with our archives on YouTube. For more information, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG. Hello, and uh, welcome to PowerPlay. Um, the season, fin- the, 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 the season finale, the, 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 the season premiere. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. We just jumped right to the end. Sorry. It's like, uh, yeah, I'm so nervous. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm so sort of consumed by emotion here that it's like, I can't even speak, but yeah. Uh, welcome to the final season premiere of power play. Um, our sixth and final season. Um, uh, thank you for joining us again. Um, and, uh, and dig our, uh, new overlay courtesy of the incredible, uh, Caitlin Bruder who uh, can do anything. Um, and, I try and, my best. Yeah. Oh, and and you succeed your best. Um, so yeah. Oh my God. Um, I'm Rick Bud, your game master. Uh, these incredible people you see before us, before you, are B Zelda, our Ulez Galley, um, uh, Caitlin Bruder, our Benny Beckett, Omar Najam, our Vion Vigor, and Sam Delev, our Cadra Jefferson. You know. Um, and yeah, oh my God, I'm going to get to introduce you a couple more times. Oh my God, this is killing me. Okay. I'm going to try not to be super depressing about this, but it's, it's eating me up inside. I feel like I have made a terrible mistake. The show should have gone on forever. But, it's okay. I'll kill you and eat you up inside. Then you don't have to worry about the emotions. Excellent. Excellent. See, it's Sam is a friend. Sam is a true friend. Um, so first, as usual, I want to throw a special thanks to Jake and Lauren and the mods and everyone at Q Times uh, who makes what we possible what we do here possible. Um, I yeah, I can't yeah, I can't even read. But like, uh, thank you so much, Jake, and uh, thank you to our incredible mods who 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 keep this place running and and and, and tolerable. Um, we love you. Um, your subs and your bits help support Q Times, and your donations to the chip jar help support this show and the people that you see on the screen. Um, and to that end, we have uh, rewards as usual. Here's how they work. If we get to $50 tonight, the team gets a point of community determination. Right now, nobody's got any determination. It's all reset for the new season. So determination uh, obviously going at a premium. Um, and if we get to $150, uh, we know that in-game our team has a mysterious benefactor who can send them all kinds of gifts wherever they happen to be in time or space. And uh, outside the game, we know that that uh, benefactor is you, the chat. Now, I should explain a little bit here. Over the course of our series, the team has gotten more powerful uh, using what uh, the icon system calls uh, changes. There are minor changes and major changes that uh, incrementally can uh, bring, you know, make you give you make, bring your power level up or bring your attributes level up. Um, and uh, I've been a little shaky in keeping y'all up to date on how the changes have sort of worked and progressed. You've seen some of them unfold in the show. Um, but this season, uh, we're going to do this last season. We're going to do something that's a little bit different. Um, our changes are going to be available as mysterious benefactor gifts. See, I feel like these people could possibly be powerful enough. Um, but if you, the chat, want to see them continuously grow in power, uh, you can open up the Mysterious Benefactor gift, and tonight you can get them their first minor change. So what's a minor change in this context? They can either add a specialty or become an expert in one of their specialties, like uh, Ulez's investigation or something like that. Um, they can increase any attribute by one, their attributes being prowess, coordination, strength, intellect, awareness, or willpower. Any attribute can increase by one, um, and, uh, or, or they can remove a limit to a power. Um, some limits are unremovable, 
but any removable limit. I'm looking at you, Cadrax. Cadrax has all the unremovable limits. Um, but uh, any removable limit can be removed with a minor change. So it's add a specialty or become an expert in a specialty, increase an attribute by one to a maximum of eight, or remove a limit if we unlock the minor change. And if we get to $250, uh, the first after credits lore drop of the season. Um, uh, and uh, that will give you a revealing glimpse of some important but previously unseen part of our story or universe. And tonight's a good one. Um, you can always see these tiers in chat with the command unlocks. And if you cannot support us by donating, you can always help by liking and commenting on our YouTube videos and sharing our tweets. Just generally help and, sp help and spread word about the show, which is still important, even though we are racing towards our, you know, series finale. Um, you can also get Power Play merchandise. Uh, see, um, there are T-shirts like uh, this one here, um, and there are stickers like the ones that uh, Caitlin and Omar have, and it's got uh, the character art that uh, uh, Caitlin has drawn um, and uh, the logo by our, our pal Hector Lowe. And uh, those are available in the Q Times Teespring store. Um, uh, sorry. Wow. I force of habit, the Q-Time Stream Elements store. It is not the Teespring store because they all trying to rip you off with NFTs and we are not into that. So we moved the store and is now at the Stream Elements store and you can get uh, the t-shirts and the stickers in original character art like this or in the updated character art from season four or three, whenever we introduced that, four, I think, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Jake will put that link into the chat for you. Um, the game we play here is called Icons. It is published by Ad Infinitum Adventures, and it was designed by a very cool fellow named Steve Kenson. You can find him on Twitter, at SKenson. Please uh, uh, throw Steve a follow. He's great, um, and, and he's a great follow on Twitter. Fighting the good fight, people. Um, and uh, the book edition I have is published by Green Ronin. They haven't had them in forever, as far as I know. Um, who knows if they ever will again. But you can get a PDF version, and sometimes ad infinitum uh, sells uh, print-to-PDF versions. And, uh, oh, my God, I think we have opened up the first tier. So y'all going to start with your one point of community determination. Thank you so much, everybody. Um, they need it, and we appreciate it. Um, being able to pay these people for their time kind of means everything to me, and I, I, I you know, I am, I am, I, I am continuously in awe that y'all have come through for us a hundred percent of the time, hundred percent batting average so far. That is, I mean, just that's so, so nuts. That is so many bats because that's how baseball works. But um, what's Fetch's so, bat's name? I was going to get you to my mind. I didn't remember the name. Fetch's uh, bat's name is Cursed. Do you want to see Fetch's bat? Oh, should I, I, I should show this. Should I do it? Should I do a do reveal? It. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Oh, give me a sec, everyone. Give me a sec, bro. <laughs> and this Whoa. is not a meme. This is actually correct. Hold on one second. I'll follow that back on during the title. I got a tattoo recently for Friday 13th, and it's, I don't know if you can see, but it's two of the Fetch's familiars. So. Two of Fetch's familiars um, are, uh, tattooed onto Omar. Uh, oh. The third one um, uh, being, um, we, we're, we're not going to tell you what the third one did, but uh, <laughs> the third familiar didn't make the cut. But um, yeah, oh back. my God, Omar, go. just incredible, man. Um, so please follow the show at PowerPlayRPG on Twitter and Instagram. Um, PowerPlay is available as a podcast for the podcast inclined. Check that out wherever fine pods are casted in. And um, that's the announcements time for the last season of Power Play.
We're back. Previously on Powerplay. The team returned from their time-traveling adventures to find Port Ruby under attack by the Alpha Combine. Uh, with the help of the supervillain team, the Enlightenists, the Golden Garden Kids, the Star Choir, and even the Crone Man and the Red Mist, uh, our heroes were able to save the city, uh, even if uh, Port Ruby got a little banged up in the process. Um, after it was all done, Cadrax discovered that Dr. Keith Sutton was a descendant of Chrysendra, uh, the Star Choir refugee who took up residence in Port Ruby in the 30s. Benny learned the truth about her strange relationship with the Enlightenists. Vion had coffee with his sister, who was a little rattled by the violence uh, that the Sovereignty Party had caused at City Hall. And Ulez found out that Veronica Murillo, uh, the the team from Golden Gardens who could control plants, uh, wanted to become a junior detective. Uh, that all happened on September 17th, 2021 in-game. Let's talk about what has happened in the days and weeks uh, that followed. Um, Vion, what were you up to in, say, the, you know, the two weeks after the Alpha Combine uh, invasion? Um... Considering the um, terrifying damage that occurred uh, during the attack, uh, what Vion did was, I'll fix that later. What Vion did was uh, he used his magic abilities uh, to help with any repairs that were going on in the city um, so that they would happen as quickly as possible uh, when you've got three levels of magic and you can you know, teleport things and make stuff float. Uh, it seemed like a good use of those powers. Um, and then uh, he also really pushed to make sure that folks were okay health-wise uh, and mental health-wise because it was a very terrifying thing that did occur. Um, and so he dedicated his time and services to seeing what he could do to provide uh, any therapeutic or counseling services uh, for folks who might need them. Uh, and lastly, I think after uh, our Thirsty Sword Lesbians game, uh, Vion really pushed uh, to have Amira reconsider the um, goals of that specific team at the mayor's office um, in terms of taking care of superheroes, not necessarily about trying to prevent people using their powers for bad or anything like that, anything endish, uh, but more of what about these kids um, that no one's looking out for, who's looking out for them. Uh, and so that was that pretty much took up the majority of his time. All right. Um, I would say, kind of like me, he also sat down and tried to learn piano, uh, and it didn't happen, but, you know, he made the effort one day. It, it, it's hard to learn, but rewarding if you stick with it. Um, Ulez Galley, what do you think you've been up to in the two weeks uh, since the Alpha Combine invasion? Um, well, first and foremost, there was that ship that was, um, borrowed permanently, you could say, uh, from the Alpha Combine. And while it did, uh, we'll say, do massive amounts of structural damage to poor Ruby, the ship itself was mostly kind of only a lot damaged, but that means it can be taken apart. And with the help of Mar Molly Darnell, um, I think Ulez has started to pull the parts of their own ship and the Alpha Combine ship and utilizing like um, uh, parts on Earth to just work towards something utilizing, like using all three pieces of technology. 
Um, so there's been that. And then, of course, they still have the, de like, the detective agency. Uh, Marilyn's been doing great fielding calls and assisting and like booking appointments. But Willis really feels like they need a little bit more help. And Victoria uh, has been, oh God, did I, I always get her name wrong. Is it Victoria or is it Veronica? Veronica. Veronica. We went through this the time we met her. Veronica. Veronica um, has been hired as the junior detective and they're going to take some training. We have specifically uh, in-field training. Nothing, no paperwork, none of that. Ulas has probably never done paperwork since they started working there. Uh, so Veronica should also follow in their footsteps. And then finally, because let's not forget that Ulas doesn't sleep. Um, so they have a lot of time on their hands and Port Ruby and the people in Port Ruby could really benefit from their help. So at Golden Gardens, uh, that one community with all of those kids and the supers that it was kind of um, condemned, this building needs to be fixed up. This community needs help. And Ulez has the uh, resources and the people and hopefully the money if they can reach out to the right people <clears throat> beyond Telemira. Uh, so there's been a lot going on in terms of restoration, uh, people, ship, and community. All right. Um, I, I understand we are having little audio difficulties again. Um, uh, Jake is working on that. Um, we, hopefully we can get that cleared up quickly. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to say... Uh, Training Veronica is going pretty well. Uh, she, she is kind of a natural at the whole uh, detective biz. Um, the work with Molly Darnell, uh, you are using parts of the Alpha Combine ship to enhance and supplement your own ship's existing design and capabilities. And you feel, and Molly feels, that your ship will be ready to fly again fairly soon. It's also, it's going to be a two-seater this time. Less refrigerator, more like, I guess like new refrigerators with the two doors and like the drawer underneath. More like that versus, you know, like our 1990s refrigerator. All right. Yeah, no, that that that, that makes sense. Um, hang on, just give me one second A smart here. fridge, kind of like a smart fridge situation. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I don't know if it connects to Wi-Fi externally, but absolutely internally. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's good. It'll save on the battery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, Alien Tech is powering it, like the, the, the core itself, it's probably from the Alpha Combine. So volatile, powerful, and um, a little dangerous. <laughs> but enough about you, B. <laughs> yeah, that should be like your that should be like your catchphrase. It's like um, so. Yeah, and you have, you have been helping out at Golden Gardens. Um, Vion's sister Amira, who came to visit Golden Gardens with you uh, to watch uh, an episode of Suit of Stars um, on the night of the Alpha Combine invasion, uh, has prevailed on the mayor to set aside some funding for rehabbing the housing there. Uh, and it's been fast-tracked. So power and water have been restored. Uh, yes. The kids have been moving into units deemed uh, structurally sound. Um, and uh, for your part, yeah, maybe you're using your gadget-making abilities to help spruce up the place and, you know, mm -hmm. create little cool things for them. Uh, and uh, that is all going super well. And um, 
the, the other thing though is uh, you remember those occasional glitches that you started experiencing while time traveling? They didn't come into play a ton, but uh, you wound up getting frozen uh, back in the old west. Um, those glitches have not really gone away. Um, so Molly is working on it. She hasn't figured it out, but I am making the quality occasional glitches a permanent quality, um, which either one of us can play against you as a trouble. I like that. I mean, no, that's terrible, but also so cool. Thank you, Rick. <laughs> I, I love that bees game for everything. Folks, it's like troubles make games worth playing. Things get too smooth and easy. And it's like, you know, you might as well just, you know, not why, this is why we play the game. We yeah. need the challenge. Mm -hmm. But I yes. endeavor to be both smooth and easy. <laughs> that should be your catchphrase. Uh, <laughs> um, so I just gotta just gotta keep moving here. Um, so uh, Benny, what have you been up to in the two weeks since the invasion? So many things. Um, a lot of sleep, as was stated in the. Um, there's her lesbians game. Benny went home and slept probably for about 18 hours. Like just, <laughs> I genuinely don't know how many like days for, from our perspective that went on, but I, we did, we napped maybe once or twice and Benny's the, the human who needs sleep. So she slept a lot. Um, she, once she was uh, alive, awake, alert and enthusiastic again, um, she called, um, <laughs> her, her moms. Um, she called Will. Uh, she called uh, Adam. And uh, why can I only ever think of his last name? Daily. What's his first name? Oh my Cal. god. Cal. Cal. Yeah. I. She called Adam and Cal to make sure they're okay. <laughs> um, she uh, kind of. I think that was a lot. We did. That was a lot of things that we did, and then came back to a um, invasion of the planet, and that was a lot as well. Uh, and I think Betty just needs a little bit of downtime. <laughs> so she spent a lot of time making sure she get eight plus hours of sleep <laughs> at night. Um, she kind of maybe just like loitered a little bit um, in like the detective agency um, and would go maybe see if Cadrex would want to like get lunch with her sometimes when they were all, all, like had a break in their shift and like would see if Vion would want to go and like hang out in a coffee shop while she filled out job applications. And if he had work to do, like, you know, that's fun. But just like to go do, <laughs> let's do some normal grounded things because <laughs> Benny needed that. Um, but yeah, she's been trying to be as low key as possible for her own sanity. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Now I'm going to throw some things out there. Um, yes. You have talked with your moms. You have talked with Adam and Cal. You have left a lot of messages for your buddy, Will Walton. Oh, no, no. You have not been able to reach him, actually. Um, oh, your messages no. have so far gone unreturned. Um, oh, no. You have also uh, been job hunting. I have been. What kind of it's jobs horrible. do you think you've been uh, applying for? She's trying. Well, she has her apartment now and no job because she quit it in a moment of uh, self you know, advancement, you know, kind of a, I don't need this anymore. It was that time of my life is over, but she, you know, still has to pay for her apartment. Um, so I think she was looking into stuff like, I think she applied, I think we said she applied at the, uh, like the newspaper to be like a, a assistant photographer. Um, she applied at like, if as like an internet, like 
probably also there too. Just like little things that would maybe be easy for her, kind of like front desk at like the, like at a boxing gym. So like, just like things that pertain to her interests, but are really small. <laughs> like we're not, we're not shooting for the stars right now. We are literally, <laughs> we're doing things that maybe are in my orbit, um, but will also make me feel like a, a human being for a little bit. That's kind of what she's aiming for. I, I can relate. Um... <laughs> Cadrax Eversinger, uh, what have you uh, been up to, God bless you, in the uh, two weeks since the invasion? Uh, alas, I have not received such blessing, nor have I met or defeated any such gods. But in the interim, I've attempted to remain occupied nonetheless. Firstly and foremost, as I introduced myself throughout space and time, I am a surgeon. And in the wake of the destruction that the Alpha Combine and I caused, uh, I am endeavoring to help. There is There are a lot of surgeries, both in direct connection with that event, but also the ones that don't happen because surgeons are trying to get to those emergency surgeries. And so there is a backup of elective surgeries as well. And so the more hours one can put in, the more one can assure that just because there is a disaster, people don't lose continuous medical care. It is not perhaps the highest expression of their unique powers, but it is the truest expression of their oath at this time. Yeah. Uh, when no, yeah, that, that sounds great. Uh, what, what else? Uh, when they are typically given that they do not sleep, uh, that they require base uh, reinvestment of glucose, which they will do along with Benny, but they would normally spend all of their hours as working hours, but it has recently occurred to me that there might be more in life. So to that end, I have endeavored to spend more time with my family, with Abigail and with Keith. We have begun a little bit of vocal training with him. Most, most members of the choir are not destructively loud like me. So the fact that he's relatively piano is pleasantly mundane to a member of the Star Choir where Benny might be seeking humanity. This is what feels like home. Yeah, you you have been in surgery a lot. You're working with uh, Dr. May Tamamoto and, and Milo the nurse over at your clinic, um, and you are spending a great deal of time with Abigail and Keith. Um, and I'm going to throw in there that uh, uh, Keith, Dr. Dr. Sutton, uh, played by uh, Elliot Page, um, he has been using astro technology to communicate with Dulcie and the Rebels back on Beta Pixis, and is occasionally getting you uh, updates on their progress, which, for the record is slow, but steady. May I ask a follow-up question to that effect? Yeah. Have I perceived anything about his affect after such communications? Uh, 
Abigail has been asking about this, albeit in other words, uh, something about, well, I heard it as crushing, but that couldn't possibly be right. Um, I tell you what, um, make an, uh, give me, um, what you call this, uh, an intellect roll. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. That's a three on the dice, a total of 10. Um, this is not an area of expertise for you, but you have noticed perhaps some oddity in how he discusses the calls with Dulcie. Hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's how it's going for the four of you. Now, now for the team as a whole, um, fighting off the Alpha Combine has raised your profile in the city even higher than it already was. Um, you sat for an interview with Ann Witt of the Port Ruby Standard, uh, played by Lucy Liu, who featured you in her Power Players column. Uh, and uh, ever since that was published, uh, the internet has taken to calling you by superhero-y nicknames, which have kind of spread from the internet to the press. Cadrax has become known as the Eversinger. Ulez has become known as Sunflower. Benny has become known as Magnova. And Vion has become known as the Spirit of Justice. And that being said, not everybody loves you. Um, you have definitely noticed some pushback, especially from sovereignty party types who seem to blame you for the loss of the police force, the destruction of the McQuilly Bridge, an alien invasion. So I am going to add the quality of hostile citizens to the city of Port Ruby, uh, who are always out there and available for me or for you uh, to play a trouble against yourself if one of these hostile citizens should interfere with something you are doing. Wait, we can just invoke, I want to get in a fight? Yeah, sorry. So I'm sorry. Cool. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you absolutely can. Um, so I was gonna say we've never had like a quality that was not environmental that didn't apply to us before. That's really I don't know. That's really cool. That's really well, exciting. Uh, I yeah, the Baronsdale quality damage way back yeah. in the day, right? Yeah, yeah no, I was saying it was all environmental. Like it was all like the the all the, like anonymous, uh, hmm, like a people. A people. Yeah, we haven't yeah. had like a like a sentient quality for you know not related to us personally. It's all been uh, damage to, you know, unstable ground, et cetera, stuff like that. That was really cool. I'm excited. Anyways, keep going. <laughs> no, no it's, it's, you know, use it well. Um, so we pick up on the morning of Friday, October 1st, 2021. And wherever you all are, you catch PR1 News with Stella Combs. Um, and Stella says, at a press conference this morning, Mayor Carter announced that she has, she has started shoring up the financial support it will take to rebuild Port Ruby. The city, of course, suffered extensive widespread damages during the worldwide alien attack that occurred two weeks ago on September 17th. And it cuts to a video of Mayor Rona Carter, played by Tendi Way Newton, uh, uh, standing at a podium outside City Hall. She's flanked by various members of our administration, which include Amira Banerjee, uh, played by Tia Sirkar. Uh, as well as a presence of uniformed officers from the Department of Safety, and it's a pretty heavy presence. And Mayor Carter says, um, life in this city is rarely easy. Uh, 
from the revelations about the glass tower to the scandals that brought down our police department to the alien invasion that broke our very infrastructure, it feels like we are always facing a challenge too big to overcome. But the citizens of Port Ruby have always persevered. We survived the Alpha Combine with the help of a whole host of heroes, and we're going to rebuild with the help of our federal government. I have been in constant dialogue with the President of the United States, who this morning pledged to get us started with $10 billion earmarked for getting our great city back on its feet. And it cuts back to Stella Combs, who says, Sovereignty Party leader and mayoral candidate Preston Haynes had this to say. And it cuts to a video of Preston Haynes, played by Sam Rockwell, uh, sitting at a desk in front of a bookshelf. And uh, he says, um, watching Rona Carter spin this situation makes my stomach turn. The only bright side of this morning's announcement is that by the time that money comes through, it will be in, the hand, in hands that know how to spend it wisely. My hands. And as your next mayor, I promise you that money will go to rebuilding and rearming our police force and making sure the extra normal population of Port Ruby is placed back under the kind of control that end used to exert. Every bit of Mayor Carter's false progress will be rolled back and we will return Port Ruby to the glories of its past. And it cuts back to Stella Combs and she says, despite his confidence, however, PR1's most recent data shows Haynes sinking in the poll since last month's riot at City Hall. Time for a commercial break. When we return, an expert debunks the ridiculous urban legend about alligators living in our city's sewers. Now, real quick, um, it, like I said, it is uh, Friday, October 1st. Um, what do you think you're doing on this morning, Cadrax? Uh, frankly, it is not the most glamorous work, but an appendectomy is pleasantly quick. This one was as well. And well, truly the complication is that the patient will occasionally glitch to different positions being as Cadrax is at a clinic targeted at the superpowered population. Uh, we were able to use actually our own handcuffs to, uh, keep the patient's powers stable while I operated. So frankly, the pre-surgical was much more interesting than the surgical experience itself. Nonetheless, uh, for a 20 minute procedure, it was interesting. Thank you. Theon. I, uh, this is a little silly, but um, like coffee water is a very specific thing. Um, and, uh, if you, there's different filtration systems you can use that can be very taxing on the environment or very energy heavy. So one thing I kind of do is I go to some of like the nice, like third wave, uh, cafes and I use like transmutation just to like sort of, uh, alchemically, um, treat their water for them so that they can do that without it, uh, really using up a lot of the city's resources or being wasteful. 
like a reverse osmosis system is like uh, it's like super taxing and also it takes out some of the minerals that you want anyway in that. So anyway, that's it. I'm just kind of like doing my like my Tuesday morning, just like stopping by the cafes one of the slower days for a cafe and just like saying hi to everybody, all the folks, you know, man about town stuff. Okay. I love that. Um, Ulez, what do you think you're doing on Friday morning? Um, we got a, uh, a request for a, a person whose dog keeps changing colors from purple to pink. It was, it's like a little chow chow. Um, and the main complaint from the individual who submitted uh, the request to the detective agency was just the hair that's shedding. It's just, it's so much, it's so noticeable when it's a variety of colors. Um, so just some help in investigating what happened. Okay. Um, and uh, Benny, I'm going to tell you that uh, this morning you are on a job interview at Zimmer Metalworks in Wrighton, uh, oh, which yeah. is the same neighborhood that Will was briefly living in. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the hiring manager uh, is the owner, uh, blacksmith Casey Zimmer, played by Henry Cavill. And um, uh, he's looking over your resume and kind of, hmm, hmm. 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 So you're a superhero. Um, I don't normally say it like that, but yeah, yes. Yes. Hmm. Fascinating. Thank you. It says here you saved the city from an alien invasion. Is that right? I helped. Yeah. Hmm. It's mostly to make up for the fact that I don't actually have um, metalworking experience, but... Yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I don't really see anything about metalworking experience here. I just, you know, I could put my hand in that forge over there and it would be totally cool. So I thought I'd give it a shot. Hmm. Um, can you show me an example of what you bring to the table? I uh, sure, sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think, um, her, her first thing is she'd pull up a clip on YouTube of if someone had like a shaky hand camera over like physically bending the bridge back into shape <laughs> when she was giant. <laughs> um, um, and then, uh, like she'll show him that, and then her next thing would be, and I could just put, I'll just, I can just stick my hand in the forge if that's what you want to see. I don't know really how to show this, if that's what would be helpful in this situation. Well, our, our insurance um, probably would would not uh, appreciate that. Um, that's and that fair. bridge thing is very interesting. We we tend not to work on projects of that scale, though. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this resume on file, and we'll call you uh, yeah. if we need you. Don't don't call us. I uh, I won't. All right. You have a good day. And she'll she'll take his hand, and she will walk out and like she's wearing she's got like a a button up on that's like very clear like button all the way at the top because she's trying she hasn't had to do interviews in a really long time i don't even know if she even had like had to interview for her chatterbox thing like i think they just like saw her resume and her thing like yeah you're not like that important of a person we just need legs 
and a person with hands to hold things for her. So I think she's like, I don't really know how to do this. She's like kind of stuffy. And as she's walking up, she's like, God damn it. She like unbuttons the top a little bit. And then she's like standing out in the sunshine and like mad about it. I don't want that anyways. And she, well, she's going to walk down and go get like, go get a smoothie <laughs> from someplace down the street. Yeah. And uh, you're on your way to getting a smoothie. And uh, at that moment, um, all four of you get a text from Department of Investigation Captain Leon Neal, uh, played by Calpen, uh, who says, two supervillains are robbing the Port Ruby Precious Gem Exchange in Grenell Circle, Baronsdale. He could use your help right about now. Well, at least I can be useful somewhere. Um, and she, I don't know how far I am, but she's going to head that way. <laughs> uh, Jake, can we get the Baronsdale map up? So you are in uh, Wrighton, uh, which is kind of uh, right in the middle of the map, um, just above uh, uh, the word Baronsdale. And um, Grand Isle Circle is, uh, I don't know, you know, just uh, to the uh, south uh, uh, west there. Um, yep, that's the city map, the Baronsdale map, please. Um, and uh, uh, the rest of you, yeah, Cadrax, you were at your clinic in uh, Meldon. Ulez, you were at the detective agency in uh, Yard Hill. And uh, Vian, you were probably also one of these coffee shops in Yard Hill or Fort Trumbull or something like that. Um, and uh, Benny, you were on your way. Um, what about the rest of you? Everybody gone? Uh, yeah, I'll let Veronica know uh, that chances are a, uh, a a job request of like a dog changing colors, probably a troll. However, when we get a message from uh, Detective Leon Neal that says usually very good and villains, I've seen this in the movie, so you stay here and um, watch over everything. Text me if you require any assistance or Marilyn will take you out for lunch if nothing goes wrong. Bye! So you all head out to the spot. Um, and while you're traveling, I'm going to say we are just about $50 away uh, from opening up the mysterious benefactor gift, um, which gets the team a minor change. You can actually help them become more powerful tonight, literally. Uh, so uh, thank you so much for getting us that close. Um, and as you all head over there, um, you, let's say start changing into your new kind of superhero-y look um, to go along with your superhero names. Um, Magnova, what do you look like in your superhero suit? So Benny was gifted uh, this sort of like wetsuit type of thing um, as from a, it was, it was a mysterious benefactor gift, wasn't it? Yes, uh, yeah, you're, yeah, you're uh -huh. totally mm -hmm. fireproof, heatproof yeah. suit. So she ended up taking it to get it uh, adjusted in, in whatever. I think you said it was just plain black. Uh, she got it uh, changed to be the same kind of um, uh, rose gold white that her lava is kind of now shifting towards. 
um, and it has kind of the so you can with with that light you can kind of see the the shapes and panels on the suit as well. Um, but it's mostly it's kind of like up to her neck. There are no sleeves, and it kind of goes only it was like halfway down her calf. Um, and when she gets really, really big, her lava form like consumes it anyways. But when she's regular size, you can see that she's wearing it. So she probably, when she gets close, she'll like duck into an alley and she kind of wears it now uh, regularly. She keeps it under her, under her clothes because she just kind of can. Um, so she kind of just like sheds her jacket and uh, she will lava on. And so she is this kind of burst of, of bright rose gold uh, white Oh, love it. And I, you know, imagine some kind of like, you know, Avengers version of the powerful Athene. Dun, 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 you know. Um uh Vion, what do you look like in your super zero kind of look? Um, so I'm kind of like at one of the coffee shops and we're just like chatting and I'm just like, yeah, you know, the thing is like when you use a small, I don't want to tell you how to do your job, obviously, but with like a small pitcher, that's better for a cortado because then you're not going to waste, you know, milk. Um, whereas if you're using, a, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I got a text message. Uh, Folks, sorry about that. I got to go. Uh, and I will say, I don't want to speak for NPCs, but I imagine that one of them would be like, thank God. Um, as <laughs> I kind of like wander back and I phase through like the wall and like fall back a little bit. And it's just 100% out of like Doctor Strange where a cardigan, a white long cardigan flies out from like around a corner somewhere as it's been like teleported and just wraps on me as I start to fly up. Um, and it is styled like, um, the wild west outfit that I had, uh, when we met, um, Sheriff Wheeler, it's got, um, nods to, uh, my other teammates. Most notably, there's like a stitching of like flame. Um, and it's also white, like, um, Cadrex's like lab coat, uh, and there are accents with little like flowers and stuff in there. A, uh, I pull out of nowhere, uh, a cowboy hat as I put that on and that's pretty much it as I start to like fly up as the ghost and I touch my ear and I go, uh, Hey Benny, where are you at right now? Um, I'm at that smoothie place over by Zimmerman ironworks sort of, I guess I'm probably further than that now. No, I made it. I've made it. I'm, <laughs> I'm like around the block. Where are you? Uh, and I will just like teleport and like kind of skid a little bit like next to you, just like using like every oh, magic power that I have. <laughs> Uh, do you want to teleport together or do you want to fly? Uh, which of those require less touching? Because I am. And she kind of gestures too. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, both. I would just cast either on you. It's up to you. Oh, that's fair. Let's yeah. do fly. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. great. That's great. Got that sounds that. good. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I cast flight on you as well uh, with my burst. And then as we fly up, just like casually, just like, so anyway, how's your day going? How'd the interview go? <laughs> oh, really really good in the not a good no it was bad i don't think i'm getting that one either oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah. it turned like some of the buildings hey folks heroes coming through i'm sorry about that benny yeah it's okay i mean i i probably wouldn't have really enjoyed it i think it's just yeah. I, you know i've done so much like mushing metal stuff before i, I feel like you should get it it would be cool I mean, I could clean the forges. I'd be no, really no, good no. at if you, if that. They they need, would, if they need experience no. in metallurgy, how is anyone supposed to get started in metallurgy? That's have to make it easy. We're just no, like, I could learn. <laughs> and we're like, <laughs> and you, yeah, soar up um, uh, towards the Port Ruby uh, Gem Exchange at Grenell Circle. Um, Ulez, what do you look like in your super look? Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, so while just about to leave the detective agency, um, Ula's kind of like flicks a little internal switch. And while they had like the mishmash of the black armor with like uh, a couple of like white uh, like legs and like I think their lower half, um, a lot of the black now, uh, like a light was turned on, appears like sunflowers. And on their chest, it glows a little bit like the, the light and the wiring have been adjusted on the inside to reflect that sunflower pattern. Um, and right before they're about to teleport, they, they pull down their bun of wires and shake their hair out, look for uh, some elastics that Marilyn might have left around and grab like maybe like two, two, one lemon and one pink lemonade scrunchie and make two little space buns out of their wires and start, to, and then they begin to teleport. Oh my god, I love that. Um, and Kadrax, uh, what what is your superhero-y look? This has been perhaps more than any we have faced to date, the greatest subject of contention. Because Kadrax, I, I don't know if you all are aware, but Kadrax is a touch stubborn. And so they have insisted that they have a disguise, they have a name, they have whatever is required. Look at this not being their face. Look at Eversinger not being the name that they, was, they were born with in any appreciable way, nor their public name on this planet. And they... Y'all have really argued that they didn't need any of this. And frankly... I think they very much thought they were going to win that particular fight. And it was when they saw Vion's coat. The coat that had a little piece of everyone and that looked not so unlike Cadrax's, that they thought that if nothing else, even if they did not accept the priors that they needed to be even more disguised, that they should not duplicate Vion, and therefore they should have a slightly different look. Now, they did a little bit of research about what that ought to constitute, and they discovered that capes were not permitted nor encouraged. Um, this, uh, they, they did not, I cannot overemphasize that they did not tell Ulez about that. If Ulez wishes to wear capes, it is their sworn oath to protect Ulez mm -hmm. from the consequences of said capes, and they will give their life for that. Ulez gets capes, um, but they have learned no capes. Uh, so they have compromised. They will occasionally do the waist wraparound of their jacket. That's like a lower body cape, but surely that does not fully meet the definition. Uh, but for the most part, it is letting the jacket be a Fion thing for a while. And so as, uh, and letting the rest of that, their disguise being a reveal as much as anything. And now that they have died a uh, number of times, you might remember, Rick, uh, they Did that have, happen? I'll check my notes. <laughs> yeah, please do. Please do. Um, and so in so doing, they have accrued a fair number of scars that are visible when they do not wear 
that jacket. They don't look like the typical uh, collagen activation that you'll get in a human scar. Uh, they're a little iridescent and almost glowing in places. It's a less like fibrotic flesh and more like cracks in the human disguise that let their light shine through. I mean, that sounds freaking amazing. Um, I'm glad you think so. This was a lot of fighting among the power players. I'll kind of tell you. <laughs> um, so you soar towards Gradel Circle, Ulez, you teleport. Um, and let's say this is all going on at the same time. And you all arrive at the Port Ruby uh, Precious Gem Exchange um, just about around uh, this, the same moment. Um, the Precious Gem Exchange is located on the ground floor of a three-story commercial building in a busy section of Granel Circle. Uh, what's your approach here? You just you going in the front? You going sneaking around the back? You, you know what, what? What exactly? You got a plan? I mean, what, what if we can be indulgent, I would like that one scene where we do arrive at the same time, very Avenger style, and it's just kind of like, oh, we greet you. Hope you look well. Oh, very yeah. nice cardigan. Hmm. Thank you very much. Thank you. Contracts. There's a glow. And then we kind of tilt our, our gaze over to, I, I imagine there's like an alarm. Um, there's perhaps screams in the distance. Oh my, um, do we have a plan of operation or shall we just go in and do our very best? I'm, I'm good with that one. Yeah, we can just go in. Yeah. And while you are standing there discussing that, um, you are all hit by a powerful mental blast that just absolutely feels like your skull caving in on itself. Everybody just lost five stamina. Oof. Huh. I, uh, I see what you're doing this season, Rick, and I uh, respect it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said it the last season. I didn't say you're going to live all the way through it. But um, mm -hmm. and, and, and when your head's clear, you see a costume supervillain standing calmly in front of the building. Uh, he is wearing kind of neck-to-toe white leather uh, that looks like it may have some kind of body armor beneath it. He has a black cape and a black domino mask. Um, and if I had to cast him, I would say he is played by uh, uh, Crispin Glover. Mm. And um, he looks at you and he says, Welcome to the party. I will be your host. You may call me Pain Brain. Oh, so everyone's oh, got wow. goddamn nicknames now. Wow. Did you pick that one yourself? Because <laughs> I tried not to do that. Yeah, Pain Brain, the name is actually causing me a little bit of Pain Brain. If I'm being honest, and I kind of nudge Benny a little bit. No, you don't. <laughs> she is made of lava oh, yeah, right now. She, yeah, would, yeah. she would instinctively <laughs> I'm, like... I'm phased, so it's kind of just oh, that's like... <laughs> <laughs> is that there a commercial migraine medication to this effect? Is there not some sort of overlap? Are you... Ro like robbing for what's up, dude? Yeah, speak and, to us. And Benny, while you are talking to him, um, a blast of energy fires Why? from inside the building uh, <laughs> and strikes you. Benny, um, you lose uh, five more stamina. You that eats through my 
Oh, my, my. Oh, your, your aura is on right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I came as lava. I figured okay, the mental yeah. blast might have not been dealt no, with. No, mental that, blast don't get absorbed. But yeah, if your lava is already on, yeah. then uh, that is absorbed. Okay. Um, she just so, kind of blasts yeah. like lava splatter. Oh, ow. Her arm reforms. I don't and know what, who is that. <laughs> from inside the building uh, comes another costume supervillain uh, carrying a satchel. Uh, this one is dressed identical to Pain Brain, um, but she is played by Tessa Thompson. Um, and uh, the second villain says, well, 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 looks like we have party crashers. And Pain Brain says, meet my associate, Fast Blast. We will be your executioners today. So hold up real quick. How far are we going to go with this party theme? Because uh, was it Fast Blast? What was your name again? Yeah, Fast Blast. Okay, sorry. I thought I was making up a silly one. <laughs> and it turns out I actually got the exact one of yours. Uh, you said welcome to the party as well. So I just figured, I don't know, folks, I don't know. Uh, I, I, and then they uh, went to Executioner. Roll initiative. <laughs> <laughs> God, we're such jerks to our supervillains. <laughs> we endeavored to find out uh, their aims. I don't, I'm not one to, you know, I don't, I don't like to punch first. It hurts. I want to make sure we're all on the same page. Dion got a five. Uh, 11. Oh, good Was job. 11. Uh, I don't want Kadrax to. got a 12. I got a 10. Benny got nice. a 10. Uh, so that means it is going to be Kadrax, uh, then Ulez, um, then Benny. Then Pain Brain, then Vion, and mm -hmm. then Fast Blast. So, Cadrax, you go first. While I appreciate the offer, sir, better men than you have killed me. <laughs> I am going to fly up and blast toward them. Uh, for a maneuver, actually. I, I would like to, ins uh, because we've, we've talked before about, about if you wibble brains around, they don't work good. I'm looking to uh, achieve a stun outcome or quality of muddled uh, so to, to hurt their reaction time for the allies to follow me. Okay, um, to do... Wow, it's been a while since we've done a maneuver. Um, let's see, the maneuver... I should be able to get it on both of them with burst. Um, I just roll my power, and on success... Right. The success determines number of activates and whether or not they are free. Right. Philium was looking for the number of activates. Okay, I've got the page. Um, so give me uh, a roll on your power. All right. <laughs> Okay, and then plus modifier that I definitely am good at math with, uh, will yield a 15. 15, uh, that will be... Okay, that will be a massive success. Um, so you have established the quality of muddled and you get three free activates of that quality. Um, which brings up, uh, so hang on. Please enjoy. One, two, three. 
And that brings up Ulez Galley. It's me. Uh, I don't think it's I've been keeping track. It's me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, do you know how much determination I have? You have no. zero right now. Um, yeah, you know, we, we reset for season the refresh. season. There is a point of community determination. And uh, if you, you play want, yourself. yep, you could play a glitch against yourself or, you know, whatever you'd like to do. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I really want this determination. So um, Hadrak says, like, have fun. And Ulez goes to raise their hands to Light Blast because, ooh, getting that uh, HP or that stamina drain right now would definitely be good but they go to kind of do that that like uh, external rotation with their arm and their whole body freezes uh their sunflower lights start to flicker and they're getting a little bit more dim and that's gonna be my turn yeah as you're doing that you, you kind of you know it's like after they took that blast from cadrak's pain bane and flash blast were kind of like ah and then they saw you kind of like move a little bit and like they were sort of bracing themselves and now you know uh brain is just, oh, having problems. Um, ah, uh, we are stuck. This is fine. Hmm. hmm. And that brings up Benny Beckett. Benny sees this happen and goes, oh, I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. <laughs> I had already kind of determined Fast Blast is like, got shot and was like, oh, I'm okay. You're second. And then she goes to Pain Brain. Um, and she's going to kind of like run up and try to do like a stretch punch. And I just want to try to... Knock him. Oh, I'm gonna use one of the activates because they're oh, there, yeah. and I remember how to play this game. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, so you can use that, you know, just like any other point of advantage. So plus two to your roll if that's what you want to yes. do. And you're just punching him, right? So it's a prowess yes, roll. Okay, I can do math. Give me a sec. I have so many things to add now. What's the weather like in Port Ruby right now? Experiencing um, like cool winds. Uh, it is October, so it is a little cool, but it is clear and it's not freezing. It's kind of like a pleasant kind of cool. I like that. We still got some leaves on the trees. Go ahead. That's a twenty. Ooh. Ooh, in um, this game. <laughs> yeah. With the plus two, it makes it a twenty. Okay, that's yeah. a twenty uh, for 20 your prowess. Uh -huh. Um, and you're punching with your aura on, right? Mm -hmm. So, so that does 17 points of diamond. Okay, you were, I'm sorry, you were punching which one? Pain brain? Pain brain, yes. Okay, so pain brain. All right, you absolutely crack crane brain. <laughs> crane brain. Pain brain, <laughs> right, easy for me to say. Um, just right in the head and already muddled, he can barely sort of defend himself. And you can just, you can hear that crack just like echo Ooh. throughout the streets because you hit this guy so hard. And with your Sorry. added aura, Sorry. it's Sorry. just like you, you hear him scream from the heat and the pain delivered right to his face. Clearly a guy not really used to fighting a lava person. Um, and uh, he definitely uh, takes a good amount of damage there. And uh, you you can see that you, you have... You, you, you have really left your mark on him, literally and figuratively. Um, and uh, that brings up Pain Brain, um, who is just kind of reeling from that hit. I'm uh, in his face, he, so if that's anything. He attacks um, with a mental blast uh, that he has blast power on, so it hits yep. all four Damn of you. It. Everybody make a willpower roll and tell me what you get. Are we all still in blast range? 
a couple of us have moved mm-hmm. off. Like I flew up, Benny went in. Are we all in the same how, range? How, how, how high are the, you? Uh, my, the aim of my flying up was to space us out for whatever okay. that is worth. Um, so, who has kind of froze are, near the original position? Benny, you you came towards him, mm-hmm. um, but you know you, you you had sort of kind of come to each other, you know, as he was leaving the building, and you started doing that banter thing. So it's like uh, I'm going to say the, the three of you are in range. So the three of you make willpower rolls. Twelve, uh, ten. Nine. 12, 10, and nine. Not uh, bad for the team. So, with respect to Benny, um, you take no damage. Uh, he, his, his blast does not affect you. Um, Vion, you said you got uh, 10? Yeah. Uh, you also are fine. Um, and uh, Ulez, you got a nine. Uh-huh. That's a, that's a moderate success for pain brain. Okay. So you feel, okay. you know, you feel a pain, like a mental blast in your head. Um, it is not nearly as overwhelming as uh, the first blast is. And you take um, two damage. Ooh, Les's lights are looking dim. We're getting spicy. Oh, yes. And that brings up Vion Vigor. Um, I'm going to do a thing. So I don't really know if I can play crisis of conscious against myself technically. So I won't, that's fine. Get creative. You could, uh, I walk up and as I walk up, like there's like rings of runes that start to appear like over like my hands. Um, as I kind of just like, Hey, how's it going on beyond vigor? Uh, just want to quickly talk very quickly. Yeah. I'm the spirit of justice. I'm not here to, punch you out like my friend, uh, Benny. Um, but you're stealing jewels and I, uh, most a little interested. What, what's the deal there? Uh, if you don't mind us talking and as I'm doing that and I have like just these runes appearing here behind my back, I would like to cast something with burst. Um, but it's actually to us and for all of us, um, uh, I would like to cast mind shield. You all now have mind shield at level seven. Well, wait a minute here. Hang on. So, Once let I me roll see. It. Yeah, you got to roll that. <laughs> um, see how For honesty's sake, it should probably also not hit Cadrax if they were at burst range of the other attack. Mm-hmm. So it's like resistance. Um, I feel like it's it like a, seven, a seven buffer. Subtract your resistance level from the level of any such effect used on you. Okay, so Vion. Big magic, medium magic, little magic. Oh, uh, big magic. Let's get, let's, right. let's, let's first let's roll up. to see if you can turn this on. Okay. So this is going to be eight plus roll, uh, 13 turn on. Okay. Uh, you have got it on at level eight. Um, and, uh, or level seven. Uh, oh yeah. Sorry. Big magic is yeah. seven level seven. Um, thank you. Uh, and, um, as far as I can tell, my children's version of mental resistance designed as a mental power. Um, you can just cast it on them now. Yeah. Um, yeah so all you now. all have um, a mental shield, and the way this works is um, you subtract your resistance level, which is now seven, uh, from the level of any such effect used on you. Uh, if the effect's level is reduced to zero or less, it doesn't work. 
Um, if you have level 10 resistance, you are essentially immune to that effect. So essentially, uh, each time I, I, I will just do that math for you and let you know if the resistance is totally canceling out the effect. I'll tell you, it's like he'll, he'll have to, I'll have to roll very high with the level seven for, for him to actually do damage to you. Um, we're so smart. What the heck? Is it something that we feel or see? Like, at the, what, what is a mind shield? Beyond? Ooh, uh... Yeah, it's like a sort of uh like I would say like you feel the presence of like um the shapes uh cuz we moved a little bit away from like Germanic and Nordic runes to like the the sort of glyphs I guess that uh my magic operates with um kind of swirl around and it's kind of like when you take like a like headache medicine it hasn't fully kicked in yet but you're just like oh there's my body has a thing going on. Um and uh, yeah, but I'm still I'm still uh, using my talking as a free action to um, to s- talk with them because I'm just like, hey, you're stealing ge- you're you're stealing uh, jewels, man. Like, <laughs> uh, what you're gonna get these and fence them? I mean, we all got big names now, and you told us yours. I'm not exactly sure what the play is here. You could have snuck in and snuck out. You're talking to Pain Brain. Yeah, I'm talking to both. Um, okay, and uh, Fast Blast goes, uh, you talk too much. And uh, she fires off um, a burst of energy uh, at uh, um, probably all three of you. Kadrax is probably out of range. Um, so Can I interpose? Can I give up my next turn to interpose in front of Ula's? Yeah, you can. I would like to do that. <laughs> Okay, Benny, you dive in front of Ulez um, as... Uh, she kind of stretches a little bit, just a little, like a tiny bit wider, and gets in front of in front of them. Um, now, interpose, does that mean you automatically take the damage, or is that just you're giving up your turn? I make right? a defense. You can make a defense to, like, I make right. them take... I basically, you can choose to give up your next panel in order to jump in front of another character within range of your movement who is targeted by an attack, even when it's not your panel. You then become the target of the attack and may defend against it as a reaction, including blocking the attack, but the attacker has a plus two effort on the attack to test against you. Whether the attack fails or succeeds against you, it does not affect the previous target. Okay, so... Um, she gets plus two in that attack against you. Um, mm-hmm. Plus... Take a point of determination, Benny, because she is going to activate her quality, I like my work, um, for an additional plus two. Wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take, I'm, can I use that determination right now and say fiercely loyal? Give uh, myself a plus two. I don't or think not. you can I use it like that quick. No, I yeah, think I, I need to gonna, use it. Okay. Figure that out. You can use the community determination if you That's want. That's true. I or you can use okay. the You might be coming in a little slow. This is a different, this is a different character, right? This is not... Pain brain? I got it on both of them. Oh, yeah. oh it's on both of them. Yeah, you can oh. use one of those. Is that okay with the... With the oh, game? please, yeah, use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm talking right, to them. All right, I'll take that. All right, so Benny, roll your defense against uh, her It'll blast. Strength, probably, because um, I'm taking it. It's not strength powers. if you're taking it, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to take it. Or I guess it doesn't matter, because I'm... Either way, it doesn't hit who it was. You can defend as usual, yeah. I'm just, I think I'm kind of just like, hey, take hit me instead, I think is the okay, point of the... so strength then. Oh, that was a bad. That was a really bad roll. Um. Um. If it makes you feel so, better, you survived the mental blast because Pain Brain rolled a one. That's <laughs> fair. Uh, that's an uh, eleven. That's total. 
Yes. With all the bonuses. I believe so. Wait, no. Uh, uh, no, I got the plus two. 13. 13. Okay. Yeah. So that is a major that. success. Okay, great. You. Oh, against um, me. Awesome. I'll take it anyways. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> um, oops, drop my pen. Okay. So you have, what do you have right now? Nine stamina? With 10, uh, 10 resistance. So With 10 resistance. So that is... You take another five. She dealt 15 points of damage. We ain't messing around this season. That's fair. No, I figured. I figured. Just want to double check. I do. Y'all going to be that powerful? Are you Mm going to have to face a higher higher quality of bad guy? Um, Okay, I got you. I'll be fine. It's fine. Bad girl in this case. Wait, thank you. Um, Vion Vigor, give me your... um, uh, uh, roll to resist. Uh, well, I'm phased. Does that hit me? Oh, you're phased? Okay, so yeah. you're fine. So, Ulez, you are okay. You got blocked. Benny, you sacrificed your turn. You took the hit, but you are okay. Cadrax, you are out of range. And that brings us back up to Cadrax at the top of the order. Ooh, I see we're getting close to that mysterious benefactor gift. They could probably use that change right about now. Um Got some characters close to the great unconsciousness, but um, okay, Cadrax. I, seeing how dim the space buns have become, uh, feel compelled uh, to act. So, to that effect, I would like to um, gather Pain Brain that he might join me at higher elevation. Um, I imagine that's some kind of prowess check. Uh, so right, you're gonna like grab him and pull him up, right, into the air. I guess so. Yeah. So if, that if he I, wants to uh, hit me, then I will um, fall unconscious, and he will fall. That Here. is wrestling. You want to grab or restrain an opponent? Roll a test of prowess against a difficulty of the greater of the target's prowess or coordination. Um, in this case, the cat character has the same prowess and coordination. So give me your prowess roll. You all attack to muddled? Do it. All right. Get it. That's the last muddled, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Scoop up pain brain like I pick up my roommate. <laughs> okay, so max die plus my prowess plus two. Um, should be a 15, I believe. Okay, so I don't want to play into stereotypes here, but this uh, brainy type of villain is not much in the physical department. So uh, this is pretty damn easy for you as you just swoop down and grab his ass and pull him like straight up into the air. And he's kind of just like, whoa, 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 put me down, put me down, put me down, put me down. I have said, so people on so many occasions have said that. And the answer is always the same. You do not want me to do that from this height. I didn't say from this height. Um, Kadrax, you have got Pain Brain up in the air. He is uh, uh, just flailing around wildly. Um, which and I'm trying to stay at the height I was earlier so that if he attempts to act, no one else would be in the burst. He would only hit me. That brings up Ulez Galli. I need to heal myself. Um, so 
Well, they they kind of tilt a little bit to move around Benny. Um, and finally, they could feel their joints, like their systems have restored. Um, they don't light up a whole lot more, but they're able, like their hands start to glow um, and they fully finish that motion that they were trying to make. And I would like to use light blast on... Fast blast. Fast blast. Okay. <laughs> um, by the way, also, I should remind you all that you have a healing potion still amongst your mysterious benefactor gifts oh. that brings a, a one-time use back to full. Now, you, you can do this, but just want everyone to remember that that is there for future use. Um, so, Ulez, give me a light blast roll. That is a 10. I don't have anything to add to that. Yep. <laughs> uh, a 10? You got it. You fire your light blast and fast blast just kind of turns. Apparently very good with blasts, um, uh, can sense them coming or something and and gets right out of the way. Your blast goes right past and kind of hits the wall and you see like uh, sort of a masonry just kind of like like pop behind her. Um, But she uh, is, yeah, she is okay. Um, Not hit at all. And that brings up... um, Benjamin Beckett. No, I used my turn. Mm-hmm. I used oh, my turn. yes. You, 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 mm-hmm. you interposed. Um, so mm-hmm. that brings up Pain Brain, uh, oh. who fires a blast at Cadrax. What um, a nerd. He hits Cadrax with a mental blast. Everybody else is out of range. He is going, Cadrax, take a point of determination because he is going to use his quality total sadist. Um, and uh, he is just going to be like, take this! And uh, he hits you with the full uh, scope of his mental blast. You give me a willpower roll for resistance. Oh, perhaps he is better men. <gasps> Max die. What we got? Um, what we got? Total of ten, but like he's very good. Total of 10. Um, Did Cadrex get the mental shield? No, they were out of range. Oh, that's right. Uh, Out of range of damage, out of range buff. So Cadrex, he scores. Absolutely. Scores a major success on you. Um, For what it's worth, you did five the first time, y'all, and I have 10 hit points. So, so when I'm <laughs> So here's what I'm going to say. Cadrax, you take this massively painful mental blast, which just Ooh. knocks you out cold. And the two of you plummet to the ground, smashing into the concrete below. Um, Cadrax, you are not dead. You are just unconscious but you took pain brain with you. He is also knocked out cold, apparently not thinking that whole knocking out the person who is carrying him in the air maneuver. Um, Cadrax and pain brain, you are out of the fight right now. That brings up Vion. We close to the water. Um, no. Okay. Um, Grand all circles that kind of like right in the middle of Ironsdale. Right, right. Uh, well, look, is this the smartest move? No. 
I love it when you say that. Okay. <laughs> dare to Amanda hit me so that I'd knock out and you'd fall. <laughs> In context, you're great. <laughs> um... I'm going to use my medium magic. To do what? Um, I'm going to cast phasing. Okay. Um, you're going to cast phasing on who? On uh, our friend Fast Pass. <laughs> blast. Fast blast. They, Fastball. They do, uh, they do not get you on the highway quicker. Um <laughs> Okay, medium magic for you uh, yeah. is level five. But I'll cast, um, honestly, like, it's phasing, so I'll cast this at level two, like, to make it way easier on myself. Uh, to, at level two. Okay, now, yeah. if I recall correctly, uh, your medium magic has a performance limit. You need to perform in some fashion to use the power, uh, form a little song, dance, mystic gestures, like your magic words. So um, I guess that is just the drawing of your runes uh, for you. Yeah, it definitely like, uh, and what I'll, I guess what else, I don't know, just to add something on top of that to make it anything is that like, I'll say to do this many levels of magic concurrently, um, that like, I am like mildly distracted, maybe like maybe for a round. Um, and I just like, my eyes kind of go like blank, not like white or anything like that, but just like, there's like a whole universe behind them. Um, and for flavor, let's say there's even like, if you were to look closely, you can, you could make out the shapes of the pinpricks of stars in the night sky. Oh, and, uh, and as I just draw a circle of glyphs, um, and I'm going to turn her into a ghost as well. All right. Barely she's phased. Give me your role to turn on phasing. Okay. This is At level two. This should be easy. People. Five plus roll a uh, 10 to turn on. Easy, you got that on. Great. Um, and uh, she is phased. Um, and uh, she comes up next in the order and yeah. tries to fire a blast um, at uh, Benny, Ulez, and you. Um, and uh, let's see here. Where's Fast Blast? Okay, Fast Blast. Um, the blast automatically passes through Ulez and Benny. They right. are fine. She cannot hit them while phased, but she can hit you. Yeah. So you got to make a resistance roll. Okay. Ooh. Let's see. Prowess would make me dodge another way. Uh, Prowess is like, yeah, like a fighting move coordination. If you want to just try and totally jump out of the way of it. Um, Prowess is to take it and kind of like, Oh, right. Right, coordination would be yeah, no, the other way. It was prowess is like you do like a fighting maneuver. Parry. Strength is to take it, and then um, right. coordination is to get out of the way. Right, uh, prowess is a parry, so it probably doesn't really apply with a blast, you know. Right, or, so this or, would have to know, be coordination. Yeah, yeah, or, or strength if you want to take it. But <laughs> your strength <laughs> is Dion, folks. <laughs> um, <laughs> here we go. You do not have any um, co- uh, determination, but there is a point of community determination if you want to use. This might be it. Uh, I gotta. It's pretty bad. I might want to use that community determination to reroll, or I'm done. Is it okay with everybody? Uh huh. 
What was your roll? One. Like as bad and as I could get. That would have made a total, yeah. total, total of five. Okay. Going for a reroll. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Community determination used. Thank you, everyone. Oh, my God. We're $10 from the next Mysterious Benefactor uh, from, the, from the next unlock. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, this is Story Die, so we'll see what happens. And maybe Story Die. Uh, who knows? Uh, that was another one. Um, so that's a total of five. Um, okay, Vion, you get hit by that blast. And um, because you are phased, it hits you like a real hit. And yeah. you go kind of flying back and you get totally knocked out. You are also unconscious now. Yeah. Um, as you go unconscious, Fast Blast rematerializes since you are no longer holding the magic. That's right. Um, and uh, hang on a sec. Benny Ulez, you kind of see this happen and, you know, you see Vion go flying. And, and, and when he, like, kind of passes out back on, you know, onto his back, you, you see his, his compass starts to glow a little bit with, like, this blue light. And then as Vion kind of, like, shakes, you know, and, and, and kind of, you could see him, like, struggling to kind of, like, pull himself out of unconsciousness, the blue light kind of goes away. Um, and now it is Ulez's turn. Huh. Um, okay. Definitely interesting. Uh, potentially worrisome. Uh, who, who is closer, Vion or Cadrax? Cadrax is probably closer there. It probably fell right down kind of, you know, in front of you. Vion has been blasted a little bit back. Neither one is too far for you to reach, though. Hmm. Okay. Um... Get your own oxygen mask on first. Uh, Fine. (laughs) I've died before. Don't worry about it. I'm going to teleport away. Okay. um, I got to go. You're good. You're good. Do it. Yes, go. (laughs) Where are you teleporting to? Uh, Inside of this bank? Jewelry store? Uh, Precious gem exchange. I don't know Um, what that is. (laughs) <laughs> the building okay the local diamond district uh-huh. kind of thing um those you know, are often centralized out, <laughs> yeah they, yeah it's like they, they they sort of deal in and sell and trade uh, precious stones you know but um uh uh they, they exist in the world Go look, okay but um give me a teleportation roll your oh die apply Oh, dies. Okay. And that is going to be not a very far or good teleportation, but that's an eight. That is fine. And you, bamf, you appear inside uh, this building, which, you know, kind of looks a lot like a bank on the inside. Uh, tellers behind, you know, bulletproof glass and stuff like that. There are, you can see customers like all on the floor with their hands behind their heads as if the robbers had told them, you know, get down on the floor before they walk right out. Um, and uh, you are now just standing in the middle of this room. They all kind of look up as you bamf in. Um, oh. and that, yeah, and, 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 and they're all just kind of looking at you, uncertain of what's going on. But uh, Benny, 
that brings you up. This is not how I wanted to spend my day, and I'm gonna punch <laughs> fast pass, fast ball. Yeah. No, I'm saying right. Wait, 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 fast blast. <laughs> That's yes, it's oh fastball. She's singing. I've been talking um, about baseball week with my grandma. No, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to punch her. Okay, Knock give me out. a prowess roll. Okay. You have a point of determination if you need it. I do, and I'm gonna use it because screw you. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> Not you, Rick. You're cool. A strong. <laughs> thank you. Oh my god, you Not guys. That okay. Cool, but thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna show up in California. Okay. Um, the <laughs> oh, I dare that? you. I know. I know. You I don't have the that. guts to come hang out with us in California. It's, I'm, I'm. I'll be there eventually. Um, okay. Hold on. Your math, math, math. That's a twenty-one, Rick. And <laughs> uh, twenty-one. That was a max roll. Plus two. Yep. Max roll get <laughs> on my best level 10, roll. you to twenty one if you're yep. a master. In yeah. the Fast blast is pretty Damn. tough and has some pretty outstanding physical characteristics. But you just kind of leap towards her and just crack her, and and with that level of success, a massive success. You know, with seventeen with, points. Yeah, with your seventeen points of damage, you just knock her out in one punch. Just boom. Um, I'm going to say, Ulez, you see that happen from inside the bank, and you see that Pain Brain, Fast Blast um, are both out cold right now. Oh, um, we greet you, um, individuals who are present here. I would like to inform you that um, your safety has been secured. Uh, my allies and myself, uh, you may call me... Uh, you may call me Sunflower, uh, and we have done our best to save you. Please return to your abodes, and any any safety and or health requirements can be met. And, and, and they kind of like look at each other. Everyone's a little hesitant, and then they all like burst into like a round of applause for you. Um, and. Uh, as they are applauding, we're going to take a 10-minute break. Uh, we will be back here in 10. Um, we are $10 from the Mysterious Benefactor gift. Thank you so much, everybody. Um, and uh, and stick around for the break. Take a look at what we got to show you. Um, and uh, we will see you in 10. Welcome back. And uh, I see uh, while we were gone on break, because you all are the awesomest audience in the freaking universe, you opened up the lore drop. Uh, so thank you so much, everybody. Um, and uh, what that also means is the mysterious benefactor gift is open. So everybody gets a minor change now. Um, if you recall back at the beginning of the show, I said the choices for minor change were add a specialty or become an expert in a specialty, increase an attribute by one to a maximum of eight, that is any attribute, mental or physical, or remove a removable limit to a power. So uh, if you know what you want now, I'm going to ask you now. If you can't decide right now, let me know after the game, and it'll take effect for next week. So let's start with uh, Caitlin. You know what you want? Strength, please. Strength, please. So Benny, your strength goes up to eight. Uh, Vion, you know what you want? Um, yeah. Let's take away that performance on uh, medium magic. 
Okay, performance gone. You can now cast without having to draw your runes. Great. Um, or uh, but though, though I still love that stars in the eyes thing. So oh, um, thank you, thank you. You want to add that as like a permanent aesthetic. Um, Cadrax Everything. Omar, um, Cadrax will uh, get back to you after a word from our sponsor. Okay, uh, Ulis Gally. I am thinking. Um, I have this heal that I can't use on myself. Um, and I'm torn because like I can shoot and heal, but also, mm, or my teleport. Cause I'm always oopsing. But that's fun. Or my dazzle because I burn out sometimes. I got to get back to you. I think I got to get back to you. Okay. So we will get back to, uh, Cadrax and Ulez, uh, later in the game or next week. Um, and by the way, everyone see that freaking amazing new character art, uh, from our own Caitlin Bruder there. Um, uh, like I said, uh, Caitlin can do it all and, uh, always does. Um, thank you, Caitlin. Uh, it just, uh, I cannot tell you how inspiring it was to look at that while figuring this, uh, the, the show in this season out. Um, so yeah, after um, uh, after Pain Brain and Fast Blast have been taken out, um, officers from the Department of Safety who were uh, you know sort of securing a perimeter uh, um, on orders from Leon Neal move in and put them into nullification cuffs, um, getting ready to put them under arrest. Um, and uh, Vion uh, and Cadrax are still unconscious. Ulez, let's say you come back out of the Precious Gem Exchange. Mm-hmm. What do y'all want to do? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Ulez, you have healing. Um, um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to stunt my healing right now. You, you have um, burst on healing, by the way, too. So, But um, it's tiring. Ah. You know what? I'm going to remove tiring. Okay. I'm so sick of healing sucking my stamina. I have less stamina than Cadrax. Like, Cadrax, yeah, I don't have a lot of stamina. There you go. Power. <laughs> See that mysterious okay. benefactor gift already paying off for Ulez, who can now heal people without getting tired. Ulez, yes. um, just to remind me, because it has been a little bit um, uh, healing the way this works. Restore stamina loss of damage. Touch your subject and take an action to restore your power level in stamina. Healing cannot increase a subject's stamina over its normal level. You can restore up to twice your power level in stamina to any given subject in an issue. For us, that's an episode. Um, more than this requires a determined effort. So if you touch both of them at the same time um, using your burst... Again, uh, Benny to drag them, like drag Vion to Cadrax for me. Yeah, but Benny will um, un unmagmify and we'll kind of get the two of them maybe into the entryway of this area or something. Or maybe just just out of public view so we can make sure they're okay without onlookers. You both get five points of stamina back. Um, and uh, groggily come to... Hi, hi, hi. Benny's like crouching in front of you. Uh, how are we feeling? Cadrax rolls over to the side uh, to sort of reach for Vion. Goes through him because he was phased. Opens their eyes enough to figure that out. And then tries to hover their hand at the edge of where his arm might someday be, and then that drifts. 
like over the side of his arm until it's in caught still hovering, but in contact with the ground. <laughs> yeah, same. And I will actually unphase once your arm is clear of like my body. <laughs> and then just like a hundred percent, just like hold, hold your hand in place of like, ah, oh. Ow. <laughs> Wait, what happened with you, Doc? Uh, he wasn't that brainy. <clears throat> yeah, that makes um, sense. Not to pressure you two, but um, we do have the task force that has assisted with, um, with Leon Neal. Uh, I, they might have some questions for us. Are you two well enough to stand? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in if you're in, Doc. Uh, Catrax stays very still for a moment. And then in one motion, they get up like they have elected to ignore their physical state. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yep, that's one way to do it. Okay. They uh, hold a hand to be associated yeah. from <laughs> their body. They'll hold a, a hand out to Vion. I will take both hands. <laughs> it's going to take both hands to get Vion yeah, to his gotcha. feet. Gotcha. Okay. okay, there we go. Uh, and uh, as you get to your feet, uh, an officer from the Department of Safety uh, says, "Thanks for the assist, uh, Captain Neal." Uh, says sends his gratitude. Oh, he is not here. Uh, no, he's he's down at the station house uh, right now. Um, oh, could you offer a suggestion of mine, please? Sure. Uh, I understand that it is his now preference to send us a text message when there is a crisis, but there has to be an improved method, perhaps a signal in the sky, flares, fireworks. Uh... I, I'll pass that on to him. Um, we thank you. While I've got you, um, my kid's a big fan, Sunflower. Do you mind signing an autograph? Oh, I have never signed. Well, we had to sign a document once, but we do not know if that was binding. What are the terms of this contract? It, 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 uh, you, there's no contract. You just you just write your name as like a, it's like a keepsake or... Souvenir. Oh. Okay. Um, Liz will take the writing apparatus and draw a little sunflower with like a smiley face on it and then sign uh, an approximation of sunflower. I think while you're doing that, Benny would suggest, uh, do you like have your, your phone on you or something? Maybe Ula's would be better at, you know, saying hi. hi. Sorry, she, she would have said uh, sunflower. Sunflower maybe would say hi. Might be more fun. For your kid, like a video. Oh yes. Oh, they're in school right now, but uh, a video, like yeah, a that could work. Record, sure, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and uh, he hands you uh, the phone and you know turns the video on. He's like, "Okay, go." I'd have more fun with that. <laughs> oh, um, continue your education. This is Sunflower, and we appreciate your becoming a fan. Continue to do good for the Earth, and we wish you well. <laughs> Thank you so much. 
and uh, he kind of runs off looking really happy. Um, and uh, as he's running off, um, a PR1 news van pulls up, and Nina Harmon, uh, played by Eva Longoria, pops out with a cameraman. Oh, uh, I, which, I don't need to be lava before that happens. <laughs> and and, and, and kind of comes over to you and uh, uh, gives the cameraman a signal to roll, and she raises her mic and faces the camera and says, I am at the site of a battle between two costume supervillains and our city's protectors. The superheroes, Eversinger, Sunflower, Magnova, and Spirit of Justice. And she thrusts the microphone at Kadrax. Eversinger, who were those thieves? Did they identify themselves? They did, but out of respect for the poor quality of their nicknames, I'm not seeing fit to disclose them here. Aha, aha. Uh, and, and she points the mic at Benny and says, Magnova, uh, was this a difficult fight? I mean, all fights kind of suck. You're, you're fighting people. And, and then she focuses on Vion and says, uh, Spirit of Justice, are you, are you worried about the steady rise in super criminal attacks in Port Ruby over the last six months? Uh, not particularly. Uh, I think the thing that I'm uh, mostly meditating on these days is uh, the fact that just recently so much of the city rose up uh, instead of for itself. Uh, I take pride in the city. I'm happy to live here. And the folks here, I think, are the best folks I've ever had the pleasure of calling my neighbors. Uh, so no, uh, fear is not an emotion I feel. Uh, pride and uh, camaraderie, I think, is what I'd probably say. And also, <laughs> between us, you can call me Vion if you want. That's all right. Uh, uh, thank you. Thank you, uh, Vion. Um, and uh, Sunflower. Um there are so many people in Port Ruby who want to know how you get your hair to do that cool glowy thing. Any tips for our viewers? Uh, if you are created rather than born, you will have the advantage of having hair that glows. And she turns to the camera and she says, well, folks, don't forget, you heard it first on PR1. And uh, she signals the cameraman to stop filming, and then she turns to you and says, thanks so much. That was great stuff. Uh, uh -huh. If you ever need anything from PR1, you just give me a call, um, and she uh, hands you a business card. I'm much easier to reach than Stella is. All right. Oh. <laughs> uh, we thank you. <laughs> we thank you. And um, she uh, bounces... Uh, back towards her van with the cameraman. And uh, as she does, uh, Ulez, Benny, the two of you kind of looking around, notice on a nearby rooftop, just down the street, you see a shape, someone watching. And you kind of, both of you look a little closer, focus your eyes, and you can see this red misty form standing on the top of the building, just kind of watching you. Oh, you'll see that too, Benny. I do, unfortunately. I don't know what protocol here is. We have a uh, red, only partially corporeal friend who seems to be keeping an eye on us. Would we like to have a conversation or attempt to, or do we pretend we didn't see them? At all. Oh, I am already waving. Oh, okay. 
That's, you know, that's good too. Uh, uh, Liz, I'm going to give you um, a point of determination. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, honest but naive, um, because you have no idea. He, he could come down. They've saved me twice. Yeah. We got a good, something good going on. I think when you when you say you're waving, but he's like, yeah, okay. Ew, oh, we'll be friendly. And it what waves are you doing? <laughs> Oh, our red mist ally is on that rooftop. Do you see the one with the, the large box? Yes, that one, that one. Oh, sorry. Benny was trying to talk to everybody, not just Zulus. That's okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I misunderstood. I misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, and once pointed yeah, out, the two fine. of you can see. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to teleport myself over there. Oh. Just yourself? Yeah. Okay, big magic, little magic, what are we doing? Um, let's see, I had mine shield up. Honestly, for this, I would say it don't even matter. You cast okay. teleportation and you bamf your way up to the roof. What are the other three of you doing? We should follow, right? Or what? Uh, does he have a plan? <laughs> it's Vion. <laughs> well put. Caitlin knows this. <laughs> <laughs> We should follow at a distance. It is important for us to stay away from range, although they have endeavored not to make us aggressive. It would be the utmost danger if any of us ever were to be so effective. This is true. Oh, effective. Do you want to fly us up, maybe? I look around. Are there, other, are there a lot of other people in the area? It's pretty busy now with like, you know, Department of Safety people like kind of helping people out of the bank and interviewing witnesses and, you know, things like that. Perhaps you ought to get yourself up by some... You're a little, um... Lava. <clears throat> yeah, I can be stretchy. I can be stretchy. I can't take anybody with me, though. But right. No, that is it. I couldn't if I. Yes. Got it. Okay. Burning um, hurts. It does. It does. Me. Question, Rick, actually. Yes, fair. Um, I have this little suit now. Mm-hmm. If Cadrex, so Cadrex's flight ability works just by touch. They're not like, are they like, they're not literally carrying us. It just kind of like adds like a residence field around us to let us fly too. Is that kind of how it works? That's kind of how I've always understood it. Yeah, I think that's about right. Could they like put their hand in the center of my back now that I have this? It's it's lava resistant, it's heat fire magma resistant. Like, could they? Absolutely. I also cool? say is that like you you have gotten much better at controlling your powers, so you are probably at a point where it's like if you want Cadrax to touch your hand, you can probably lava up everything except that hand, or you know. To be to be honest, that is a limit I have that I specifically cannot do that. Is it what? It, I love that. my. It's not a limit. It's my my extra. Is that my aura? I can change my aura to be only my hands. It's either only my hands and arms, or it's my whole body. Oh right, yeah. You know what? That's built into the power. That's built into. But the you power. have the suit, so it's like that. Yeah, so that will work they, for they that. Could, yeah. I mean, I will go do this, but I wanted. I thought of that earlier, and I wanted to ask. So, anyways, we can try that another time. Um, it, it, you said they were across the street. Yeah, I say across the street and just up the block. Okay, um, could I 
I want to get onto that side of the street and just like up to the side of a building, just like arms all the way up, grab this out of the building and pull the rest of my body up. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Very, very Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. You kind of, you know, <laughs> stretch your way up and, and kind of pull your way up. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Kadrax, Ulez, what are you doing? Flying up? May I lift you? Oh, yes, please. And, and you two fly up and I'll say... We'll hover above at a healthy distance. Caldrax is very serious about all the... We've been very near the Red Mist, but they they don't... Ula's being angry is just like the most... They can't live in that world. I will keep that in mind. Um, so, Vion, you bamf to the rooftop 10, 15 feet away from the Red Mist... Benny, you stretch your way up there and come up on the side. There's I'm on the next building over. I, we, I was specifically instructed to give space, so I'm on the next building over. The next building over. Um, Kadrax, Ulez, you hover in the air, you know, close enough to hear, far enough away, so that if you wanted to run. Um, and the Red Mist kind of just looks around at the four of you. And then he looks to Cadrax and he says, A thousand years ago, you told me we would be allies in the future. I think the time has come we start forming that relationship. They will slowly float down to touch on the roof and perhaps not be shy about physically interposing in front of Ulez um, because they have not overtly consented to be in such presence. But they will step down and forward. You have been our ally for longer than we knew that you would be. It was a little different when we met. The circumstances were quite extreme. What do they call you? They call me Eversinger. I and he looks to Vion. You? Uh, Spirit of Justice for the most part. And he looks to Benny. Oh, oh, well, I'm, I'm just Benny, but the, this, this, Magnova is the, running title and he kind of cocks his head around to kind of see have you a name oh uh, our designation is Ulaz Galley but you may address us as Sunflower how may we address you I have no name but in my homeland of Astrovia 
I was known to the people simply as the superhero. Ah. Would you like a name? You can, like, that's a thing. You can pick one. That's a thing people do. If you like something. You may call me whatever you would like. Such things are not important. That's fair. Oh, oh, we can call you Red. That is an apt descriptor. Red is quite appropriate. Well, we greet you, Red. We if greet names you, are- Sunflower. If names are not important to you, what is? Perhaps I should explain from the beginning. I was the defender of Astrolia. But over time, evil forces aligned against me as they always align against heroes. They trapped me in that stone sarcophagus and had it brought here to the new world. When we met in the past, I was angry and confused. I couldn't think clearly. I wanted only to destroy that infernal orb that my enemies had created to weaken me. I am sorry for how I behaved. After you vanished, the boy who wielded that orb beat me back into my prison and the old Viking sealed it up. They buried me in that hole And I sat there for nine centuries while this whole city was built above me. But then, on a day I now know was October 11th of the year 2020, an earthquake rocked this land and cracked my prison open. I emerged weak, scared, disoriented. Everything was strange to me until I saw you. And he points at Cadrax. I attacked those men at the firehouse. I mistook them for a threat. I am sorry for that. But then you came, the one who tried to reach out to me in ancient times. I didn't know it was possible, but I was determined to learn what was going on. So I started following you. Now, you may recall, I even went to hand when that ruffian criminal had you tied up and marked for execution. But you didn't recognize me, and I did not know what to make of that. So I spent some time exploring this city, learning this culture and getting my bearings. And I always kept a watchful eye over you, my allies, saving you from attack and punishing your enemies. However, while I was exploring this city, I came to find forces similar to those that trapped me a thousand years ago are aligning against me, against all of us, once again. I think our alliance will be stronger if you learn these things for yourselves. Look into the fate of a man called Daniel Sizik. 
follow the trail. And if you still want to be allies when you find out who is at the end of it, then allies we shall be. And he changes into mist and blows away into the air. Bye, Rad. Ah. Okay. This will be a difficult conversation with my roommate. Why is that? Rick, do you by chance have the precise content of the post-cognition that uh, Vion performed? I believe we viewed some stuff that was relevant. I broadcast it, in, right? In the room where we had the, um, the guns in the Fripp house. I think you did a post-cog in there. Uh, I definitely did one where we saw, I want to say it was Dexter, right? Where he, in fact, we, you did, did one with Dexter in the music room. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember what we meta, like if, if we have right a now. meta to discard about Sizzik, um, and that I, that I recall things correctly. Cause I think we have some stuff that might still be yeah, I more believe. and some stuff that we have. Okay, let me see. Um, you did do a post Because there is a lore drop. Uh, if it um, helps at all, Vion is a fan of the show, so he would have seen the lore drops. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'll remind you all that stuff. Okay, here we go. Um, Vion, at Hello. the Fripp house... Am I still here? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn it. Hang on. Uh, what did I just click on? We can hear you, but you probably just can't hear us. I'm getting that vibe. Yeah. Uh, no, I can hear you. I can hear oh, you. Okay, no. you're good then. Um, <laughs> All right, I B, just, stop. <laughs> stop. I, I accidentally <laughs> opened a program I didn't mean to open, and now I can't see anything. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> Everyone make faces. Okay, I'm back. Um, Vion, you you did a couple of postcogs. You postcogged a room, um, an area of the gaming room and you saw an image of uh, Dexter Vale yep. uh, inside the Fripp Mansion. And then there was a parchment with a sketch of Matthias Valk, um, an Astrovian alchemist, uh, who was yeah. identified by, by um, Daniel Sizik for you. Um, and uh, um, you postcogged it and you saw Valk in a dark stone chamber talking to another man. And Valk said, so what do we do with it now? Uh, sorry, sorry. The other man said, so what do we do with it now? And then Valk said, get rid of it. Okay. And that is what you saw in the postcock. Then uh, there was a lore drop. Um, hang on. Uh, in the lore drop in season four, episode two, The Way. Um, where you saw Daniel Sizik um, outside a cozy-looking restaurant called The Taste of Estrovia. Um, there was a, uh, a, a truck parked right out front with two people, a woman played by Emma Stone and a man played by John David Washington, both dressed casually. They were trying to fix the engine of their truck. Um, Daniel Sizik came out. Uh, Daniel Sizik played by uh, uh, Dominal Gleason. Um, and... Uh, 
the woman yelled at him, hey, mister, is your name Sizik? And uh, he said, yes, and you are. And she says, I'm here to kill you. And then both of them kind of pulled out automatic weapons and just like mowed him down, emptying their guns into him. Um, right. We as characters what you don't saw know in that. The lore drop. Right. right. That's you what as characters don't know that I wanted to confirm. Okay. Yep. You as characters don't know that, but that was what was in the lore drop. Okay. Um, but yes, you do know I, the, the vault postcog though. Yeah. We know the vault. We know, like, we know Daniel Sizzik. The piece that we don't know. You met, you met Daniel Sizzik. Ulez didn't meet Daniel Sizzik. Yeah. Um, the, the, the three of you did. Ulez was, okay. um, uh, uh, broken. Ulez, I think I fell off the building. Yes. You, you were being fixed by Molly Dornell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, who teleported I, in to save you because she found out about what was going to happen when you were time yeah. dropping. Mm-hmm. I have okay. written in my notes from not postcog, not lore drop stuff is Daniel Sizzik is an Astrovian in Astrovian antiquities and he was looking for the mm-hmm. star of Astrovia. Yes. Both of those are correct. Yes. Yeah. That was what okay. led us. We met him uh, and he pointed us at Jonathan Fripp's mm-hmm. mansion when we did mansion quest. Um, so the sec, what I was queuing off of was the second. So what do we do with it now? Um, yes. That Sizzik ultimately identified that does seem like the subject of an awkward conversation with my roommate. Yeah, he's the director of the National... Sorry, Daniel Siddick is the director of the National Bureau of Antiquities for the People's Republic of Astrovia. Yes. Okay, uh, well, we've got the universe's greatest detective here. Um, what do you say, detective? What should we do? Um, well, we are very curious uh, about Kadrax's lead, and I think uh, this is something that we could pursue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, does your roommate accept guests? Uh, we can bring Lori. I think my roommate would get on better with Lori than the vast majority of humans have the capacity to do. Oh. Oh, excellent. Shall we meet at your place in, say, ten minutes? Can we just smash cut to, like, Lori getting loved on by Abigail? Just, like, just whatever, you know, with the same energy that, like, a white lady will, like, pick up a dog, a fierce fighting dog, put it in a sweater, get it a puppuccino with just complete Ooh, fearlessness, the same energy. I feel 100% smash Abigail's. cut to Abigail holding Lorgin, the Lori the Lorgin, like a baby, and Lorgin just like, um, and 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 Ab- Abigail's, you know, feeding them uh, grapes and and, and, and you know, oh, she, would, oh, she, 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 would love like a like a, a four and a half seconds of uh protesting and then like the melting into like. Oh yeah, actually, this is great. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A- a- absolutely. Um, that 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 is what is going on. Exactly what Sam uh, just described. Um, and um, yeah, you are hanging out uh, with Abigail Fripp, uh, who uh, is played by Kristen Bell, and um, uh, she's like, okay, so what's this about? It is about the interests of your father, the one whose vault you were locked into. Yeah, what about him? You know, my father's my least favorite topic of conversation. I thought, no, 
we'll talk about that. Uh, he had interests in Estrovia, as we found in his house. Are you aware? Yeah, it's, you know, Estrovian culture, it's his obsession, you know, with our family comes from Estrovia. He's, uh, uh, you know, his, 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 uh, father emigrated, uh, um, so dad, yeah, buys all these old dusty books about Estrovia and is always looking into Estrovian culture. It's, 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 it's kind of his passion. Has it always been? Or did something pique his interest? As long as I can remember. Do you remember any particular specific topic? It did not seem like fashion was his area of interest within Astrophia. Honestly, uh, keeping clear of my father ha has been a uh, lifelong goal of mine. He is a cold, nasty kind of man. Um, my mother couldn't stand him and moved out of the house. Uh, and frankly, I, I you know, as a child, I didn't understand who he was. As soon as I got old enough to not see him through a child's eyes anymore, I wanted as little to do with him as possible. So I went to college and medical school and anything else I could think of to keep myself out of that house. Why, what's up, Jaden? Uh, he... He might have been involved with a person we used to know and have fallen out of contact with. We are following up on that person and there was a Strovian involvement. I wanted well, to- a lot of Strovians. That is correct. Who is this person? Daniel Sissick? The guy who got me locked in the safe? Caden <laughs> doesn't fully respond. I think they actually just go to scratch Lori's ears as if to redirect Abigail's attention to the fuzzy creature. Yeah, and you scratch Lori's ears. <laughs> Oh yes, are you? Dude, I'm did. Am I ignoring you? Oh, you're so sweet. And starts scratching uh, his large and belly. Theon's gonna do a quick search on Sizik, or pull Ulez aside to do a quick search on Sizik, because um, not necessarily Vian's detective skills. Uh, uh, of the two, definitely uh, uh, Vian's not the universe's greatest detective, um, but Vian is still a writer and there was something about what the red mist said that clung in the air of Vion's mind. And it was the specific wording of the fate of Sizzik fate. That's kind of usually a posthumous word. <laughs> that's a little final. Um, so Vion will pull Ulez aside and just turn to them. 
Hey, Liz, do you mind doing a quick uh, general search to see what the current status of Sizzik is? Oh, yes, that is very smart. And mostly well, like, a pu- you know, he's a pretty public find. figure. I imagine it wouldn't be too hard to track down what he's been up to lately. Searching oh. the internet? Yeah, you got it. Okay, just give me an investigation roll with all applicable bonuses. Yay. And just in terms of our timeline, this is like, this happened before. Um, so Vion will comment in response to what Abigail just said, depending on what we find. Uh, 13? Uh, you can't find any reference to Daniel Sizik um, huh. at all. At all? Wait, like, it, what about his like professional records? Nothing. Uh, this person does not exist, Vion. There is no records of somebody with that with that name. Okay. Uh, so great. So I've got that information in my pocket. So when Abigail says that, uh, the man who put you in the vault, Abigail, apparently never existed. No, I'm pretty sure he did. He got me locked into a vault. Uh, I I, no, I'm sorry. That. I want to be absolutely clear. <laughs> you are correct. Uh, what I mean to say is, Someone has meticulously gone through the effort of scrubbing his existence out of existence. Mm-hmm. Why would somebody do that? To cover something up, usually. He was just some nerdy archaeology guy or something. Who cares? What? Oh, he knew something. And he did induce us to break into your father's house, which conceivably... Uh, this speaks a connection and could possibly even provide motive. Hence, it was also visit. a house that was outfitted with nullification walls. Nullification walls? Yeah. Uh, your father's house had restrictions that made it difficult for us to get to you immediately. You think my father scrubbed this guy from existence? Uh, I would absolutely not say that with confidence. Um, we're still pursuing, obviously, all of our leads. A but table question. Did we look him up the first time we met him? Sizzik? Yeah. We, mm-hmm. I have no such record in my notes. Yeah, because I'm like, this dude could just have been, it could have been a fake name the whole time. Like, it's, it might not have been scrubbed. It could have just been fake the oh, whole time. Oh, I see. That's- he could have said that he... Hi, this is my name, not really his name. These are my credentials, not really. Like I don't. So that's what I'm, I'm like. Other, do we we don't know if it was scrubbed or if he was wasn't using the real name in the first place. That's just what I was trying to confirm. If we had looked him up before, that there were records, now there are. Can I determine if this like if this information has existed? If I go back through like way back. Google's archives, way back. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, give me an investigation roll. Uh, this, you know. I'll, I'll let me, let's see how you do. do we, okay. Like community determination still? Uh, no, you're out of I used that to get Ulez another has, one. Ulez has two <laughs> points of determination. What's my guy? When you don't need it, you don't need it. 16? Ooh. Okay. You search as far as you can with things like the Wayback Machine and, you know, looking for archived, you know, old websites and stuff. You can find no reference of Daniel Sizik of the director, the director of the Na- National Bureau of the Antiqui- uh, National Bureau of Antiquities of the People's Republic of Ostrovia, 
but you cannot really make a determination on whether those things never existed or were merely meticulously scrubbed. Because if you could find these old websites and these old records, surely somebody else, you know, with advanced technological capabilities could. So, mm-hmm. so hold on, that department yeah, also never existed. Uh, the department exists. Who runs uh, it right now? Any- yeah. And can we see who's run it for the last year? Right, you can year? see past presidents kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you see who runs it? Um, sure. Uh, the <laughs> name of the Not, guy. I mean, for me, just uh, just to be clear, in terms of the name of the current guy isn't the most important thing, although good to know because that's a person we can talk to. Um, but has this person been in this position in an overlap when it would have been Sizzik? That's the question I'm looking at. The internet would say that it is the case. We'd have to check against the person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see that the department uh, uh, is run by a guy named um, Teo Novacek. Teo, okay. T-E-O. Is he making someone disappear is pretty tough. Replacing someone is nearly impossible. The ripples that one life has in affecting others and taking up space is something that when you stitch over, it's very obvious. Uh, Yes, we can go to this bureau, although we wonder that it is not in Port Ruby and we do not know how to travel there. Is this like an embassy thing or is this like a... No, it's in Astrovia. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Just wanted to double check. Just wanted to double check. Yeah, you have to translate the website, you know, with that button. It's like that kind of thing, yeah. Um, well, here's oh. let's, here's the thing. We have universal translators. And <laughs> is there a phone number for the Astrovian Embassy or the Astrovian Center? Oh, uh, I imagine. Yeah, you can get a phone number for either one, uh, like an embassy in New York or... I actually know uh, how sorry, difficult uh, it is to Port get an Ruby. embassy God. number. It's so uh, annoying. <laughs> I would there. like to. I would like Let's to say call, on the website. There's a number for that department. Yeah, that makes so. sense. I would like to call this person really quickly. Uh, okay, um, you uh, dial and um, rings a couple of times, and uh, somebody uh, um, picks it up, uh, and you hear um, Bureau of Antiquities. Hey, how's it going? Uh, my name is Vion Vigor. I'm a writer here in the, these United States of America. And uh, I'm doing research um, for a project. It, here's the thing. It might become a film. And uh, I am actually looking to properly represent uh, Estrovian history. Um, I'm not one of those writers. That, we're not one of those Hollywood hacks that, you know, try, does what I can to, to get it wrong. I'm the one that can to get it right. And uh, so I did a quick perusal of uh, your website, and I was hoping to speak with uh, Mr. Theo, I believe. Uh, the director um, is not in right now. I believe he's in the field on assignment. Um, if you'd like to make a request for information, I will happily have somebody get back to you. Sure. Uh, you know, that's absolutely fine. By the way, I'm sorry, who am I speaking with? I, I didn't mean to be rude. Um, my name is... Um, You're loving this, Rick. Boris. Boris. So nice to meet you, man. Uh, again, my name's Beyond Bigger. Um, Boris, uh, you know, if, uh, if the director is out in the field of study 
that's fine. I don't want to interrupt. Again, this is just for a movie, uh, and the director's doing real stuff. <laughs> we love movies um, here in Australia. Oh, I mean, hey, hey, you, hey, you keep reading them. I keep writing them. But um, Boris, is there possibly uh, uh, like um, if you happen to have on hand, or if you've been in the office for a while, maybe someone who is like the director right before, or anyone that I could reach out to who might just be available? If that makes any sense. Uh, you, you have to make a request for information. Uh, and then somebody will go reach out to you. Yeah. You know what? I would like to make a request for information if that's all right. Uh, spell your name. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, and I'm going to give my name, uh, beyond bigger. Um, and then I'm going to, uh, and one second Boris, and I'm going to cover the phone and turn. What's a fake address? Like what's an address of a location that's not inhabited? The Caroline Aeronautics Factory. Right? Is there anything there that we want to protect? Uh, Liz, is that what your ship is? No. No. That's okay, great. Carpet, yeah. Perfect. In that case, I give the, that address. Uh, that's, where I'm, that's where I'm operating out of right now, Boris. One, two, three, fake street. Uh, yeah. um, okay. Uh, and you give him the address for the key line here, not aeronautics factory, yeah. um, which you guys can easily pull off uh, the internet. Uh, and uh, what, what, what information are you requesting? Honestly, um, anything to do with the, uh, oh, this is uh, such a terrible plan. Um, Ostrovian uh, ancient artifacts, um, ancient Ostrovian history. Um, and also uh, there was a gentleman's name. There was a gentleman's name. Um, out of game, sorry, I completely just blanked on what his last name was. Sizek. 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 Uh, there's a gentleman I was talking to before, Sizek, I believe. That is uh, an Australian name. Great. Uh, uh, what was his first name again? I'm going to turn to Benny. Daniel. Daniel. And this is just because I'm really bad at remembering names. Uh, Daniel Sizek, I believe, was the person I was talking to. So if you don't mind asking around for uh, that gentleman, and, uh, and if anyone has any info, uh, you can call me back at... I'll, I imagine because we have a detective agency, we have a burner phone number. Ooh, I think Marilyn would have like set that up because Ulez would never have thought about it. <laughs> Haven't we the, used fake phone? We have, before? right? We have, yeah. We did, yeah. Uh, so Ulez the, presented with the concept. They, so the, they went with it. But go ahead. I should probably make you do a retcon here, but okay, you can have this. Uh, a burner number and uh, also the fake address. Or not the fake address per se, but the address of the warehouse where none of us live. Um, and, and yeah, and uh, if you happen to, uh, uh, if anyone there happens to bump into a gentleman named Henry Sizzik, if, uh, if you could send him my way. That'll Henry or Daniel? Daniel. Um, oh, yeah, my apologies. Okay. Uh, I, will, I will have your request processed and somebody will be with you uh, as soon as uh, processing can occur. That's great. And hey, these things get caught in devel developmental hell, uh, Boris. But let me tell you, man, if this thing actually gets made, I'm giving you an associate producer credit. You're saving my life right now. Thank you very much, sir. It was great talking with you. Uh, thank you. And uh, he hangs up on you. Okay, great. Interesting. Hopefully that, I don't know, doesn't get a flag put on the, your name um mm -hmm. i i kind of hope it does a bit uh um, that's true yeah in a way that's helpful uh yeah. my question was we do know some people with more governmental prowess that could maybe go above talking to the person who answers the phones i don't know if how busy lila is if she could pull some favors for us to try to get some info Dang it, you're right. We should have done that first instead of calling the front desk. <laughs> Why don't well, we talk to Jonathan Fripp? 
That is what we would like to do. I also want to do that, but we could at least try to get above, maybe get some background information going while we go and um, uh, bother powerful people who may or may not have vendettas against us. Okay, great. So, Abigail, so what happened to this guy that you're so... Unclear. Uh, Someone made this man disappear and then erase his existence to the point where a government institute refuses to acknowledge that he worked there. He or disappeared? He was under an, or he lied. Or he was under an alias the entire time, in which case a person with an alias had enough interest in breaking into your father's house uh, that we became involved. But here's Neither the is good and neither keeps you safe uh sorry i'm sorry that was uh, selfish i mean you're that you're talking uh, about another human being safety i should be hopping on the mystery i'm sorry about that doc that is perfectly if nothing else you needed to know that we are doing this i, don't I appreciate the heads up i would hate to see you uh, I hate to see you pulled into my father's crosshairs. I know he can be a little difficult. You don't need to worry about me. Oh, I've got to. But I do. Hmm? So this guy The thing with the hairbrush won't recur again. No. Yes. You were saying. Um, actually, technically, no. Um... I'm going to transform into him. Yeah, he looks like Domino Gleason, um, the, the, the actors we cast oh, here. So, I should, yeah, you. He's so lucky. Um, I think he's like enormously tall. Um, uh, let's go talk to your father, Abigail. And I now am him. Huh. We like the way you think. Um, I believe we should keep Abigail out of this, but yeah, um, yeah. you don't come. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you mind oh. watching over Lori? Actually, cordial. Um, and she looks down. What does he? What does he eat? Uh, <laughs> what didn't he eat? <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So far, drywall has not been a favorite. Um, no carpet. Some days, yes. Some days, no. Um, I'm trying to think what Big else. fan of upholstery and headwear. Sorry mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Keep if there is it. anyone who could find something that Lori would like, it is you who have introduced me to the rice. I have every faith in you. And you will be okay. I promise. As dog backs like five more steps into my room where our dog has been at the boundary, just watching what's going on. The ears are up. The tail is up. The posture is stiff. Unsure about the Lorgen. <laughs> and uh, she looks down at the Lorgen and Laurie looks up at her and goes, and she's like, oh, of course, I'll take care of you. Oh, yes. Oh, oh I love you forever. Um, and, uh, yeah, she'll, she'll babysit Laurie the Lorgen. Um, so what are you doing now? Let's go talk to Daddy Fripp. Mm-hmm. We got a date. Okay. 
Um, Frip Manor is in Corin Heights, which is uh, in North Avalon. Jake, did I give you an Avalon map? If I did, you, get, uh, you can put that up for a second. If I didn't, uh, it is all the way in the, the north uh, west corner of Avalon. Um, and uh, yeah, um, as you remember, it's a, it's a big giant place surrounded by uh, uh, you know a brick wall and a gate and. Uh, um, what, what 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 is your approach here? Uh, looks like we get yep there it is. Uh, we do have Avalon map yeah. There's Corin Heights all the way in the upper left hand corner, um, and uh, what okay so let's say you all fly teleport you land in front of the gate where you once stood um, Chapula's with Daniel Sizik um, when Abigail was trapped inside the safe, um, and uh, what do you want to do? I feel like we want to go talk to Jonathan Fripp as Daniel to kind of suss out some information from him. But I worry, does the entire premises have ability blocking technology? It dampened uh, sound. It was anechoic material that dampened Cadrax's powers. So, and Van couldn't phase. I couldn't phase, but you know, I did post cog within the wall. You did use powers. So technically, within the walls, our powers were functional. The walls seemed to have anechoic foam that also precluded phasing. So there's that was when I was having my fever issue, my my fire fever, where my my fire was getting started. So I was I was burning consistently. So it wasn't. It's not a suppressive field, but it is a material. And we have since discovered similar materials Mm -hmm. uh, that have this effect. I don't know if I should remind you of this. I have a, I have a. Oh, I have a wood chip from Fripp in my inventory. Does somebody want to spend a point of determination for Okay. Uh, We're all going to stare at Benny while while she thinks back in her memories. We have anechoic tiles. Uh, neither, I don't know what that word says, something nor producing echoes. Um, Dexter is here. There were crates of weapons. The li- library is fully Astrovian lit. Um, we bound Dennis with Webb while he was knocked out in the van, I think, or something. Yeah, we Spider-Man that person. Um, you had big problems. The, house, the, the or- house was ping-proof. Uh, there was a vault he was trying to get into. Tyr- the Tyrannans were rolling through the Astrovia. A bunch of weird, dusty rooms. Painting. Yeah, Matthias Volk, alchemist, giant telescope. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. There was also a camera in the vault. That's true. I remember waving to it. One of us mm-hmm. waved to it. Yeah, you. I think you specifically did. Feels that like sounds a like a thing. me thing. Okay, maybe I don't have any more. Okay. So okay. Do... I have a point of determination from having my ass got knocked out. I got one too for just waving at our friend Red. Up to you Red. if you want a tip from the GM. You can spend yes. it. If not, you can just go on in. Let's do it. I would like a tip, please. Okay, Kadrax, you have spent your point of determination, and it just suddenly occurs to you that you remember that magic did not work inside that house. Okay, yeah, that, yep. Yeah, I, yeah. Good to, so. oh. Postcog is a separate power. Yeah, it's not casting. Uh, That's right. I did. Re- That's right. I did remember that that um, it didn't work on the house, but okay, also in the house. Uh, very good to very good to remember. I'm staying out here. 
Do you want to like knock alone? Do you want it to just be you knocking the door and we hide out and wait? I can knock or... on the door, but I vampire rules. I cannot go inside. That's that's true. But I mean, like, do you yeah. want us with you when he op- if someone opens the door? Do you want it like yeah? Or do, should we wait, hide? Hold on. Here's the, what if here's the plan. I'm being chased by somebody. Again, this person's been vanished. What if I say I barely escaped? Um, you are the heroes that are keeping me safe. I've hired you. Would he buy that? Just to get a reaction. I mean, if he also doesn't, it's confirmation of guilt. If he's like, I'm seeing a g- g- ghost. Not only is it an admission of guilt, but it's also true. So <laughs> let's just Charles Dickens this guy. All right, let's do it. We've, I mean, we've done hauntings in the past. Do you want to just haunt him? That's fun too. No, okay. So we all go? I mean, Sorry, a little bit, yes. Yeah, yeah we all go. Yeah. Okay. Should, go okay. I don't understand. Up to the door? To knock. Up to, like, we'll buzz to the gate and try to get in. All right. Buzz. Uh, I'm going to... And uh, after a couple of seconds... <laughs> I would magma. I wanna, if, we're, if we're being super-powered bodyguards, I'm going to mm. magma. Um, and there are cameras? I just want to confirm the security. Yes, uh, if you recall, there are cameras all over the place, like, you know, all around the perimeter of the house. Right. Okay. Um, uh, in that case, if it's all right with you, I'll just say that we had that conversation telepathically. Or we're in a out of range? What would you? I mean, I figured we weren't even at the house yet that we were planning before we got there. Right, but, right. Uh, we would not have well, we had We did that say we effectively landed, and my plan oh, was Oh, that's fair. Them. Okay, like, okay, that's fine. All right, you press the buzzer. And uh, after a couple of seconds, you hear a voice. Can I help you? Mr. Fripp, is that you? Mr. Fripp does not answer the door. I need to speak with Mr. Fripp right now. Make an appointment at his office. I don't know if I have the time for that. Well, that's your loss. My loss will be the loss of Mr. Fripp's most valuable artifacts. Explain yourself. I am an associate of Mr. Fripp's. I have ascertained for him many things that I don't think we should have a conversation about outside, especially in front of strangers. If you know what's good for you, you will open these gates or tell Mr. Fripp that I am here. Make a willpower roll. Great. Can I add performance to this? Because I'm lying. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> lying in somebody else's body, too. I am the ghost of Daniel Sizzix, and I have come <laughs> to haunt your antiquity <laughs> feelings. <laughs> uh, it's going to be 12. I'm not mad about that. Can I have your name, sir? Daniel Sizik. Just a moment. And it goes dead. Great, and I add and... thing. That guy's a jerk. <laughs> oh yes, that did not sound great. Um, yeah. should we take a look time. inside the building and determine what it is the sad uh, answer of communications is doing? We would have to get in through an open door or window uh are there any cameras outside like we're in like the outside of the gate there's got to be like some security cams here oh, yeah there, like i said yeah there are cameras all over the outer fence we're with our heavy hitter could you boost me up 
Well, we thank you. And there's like some directional. And then as soon as I could reach the camera, I'd like to interface with it. Um, And I'm going to use my point of determination um, to broadcast um, uh, like one camera. um, If I could like kind of cycle through them internally to find the one that we're looking for. What are you looking for? Um, basically to determine that that dude is talking to Mr. Fripp and to see if Mr. Fripp is on the premises and, uh, is he in that, uh, intimidating looking office of his? Okay. So that brings you down to one determination, but first you've got to make a real interface roll. Um... This would not be... No, that's an interface. Okay, so that's just going to be a 12. Um, a 12, you score a moderate success. Um, <laughs> you, you get into the system. Oh, wait, 14, if I add my determination. That was a thing. That's right. I spent all that time talking about it. Um, because, you know, I'm learning over here. You were spending uh, the determination to broadcast, though, weren't you? You're so, yeah. right. Yeah. You're right. Thank you. I, my brain really wants to associate determination with plus two, but it's so much more. All right. So you get a moderate success and you all sort of see what uh, they see. Um, you get, you, you manage to flip on the camera that is sort of in the foyer, um, which you have never seen, but the three of you have been in before. Um, and you can see uh, an old man dressed as a butler you know, and he is uh, talking on a phone. Um, there is no sound. There is only video. Um, and uh, he seems to be explaining something, listens for a while. And then he hangs up the phone and he slowly walks back towards the door uh, and he presses a button near the intercom. And then you hear the intercom next to you uh, roar to life. And uh, the man says, you may make an appointment at Mr. Fripp's office. I'll be dead I... by then. Then don't waste the appointment slot. And can the intercom I... goes dead. You Fripp's can see office? this man. Um, with a if moderate I... success, you cannot quite navigate the system that well. Okay. Um, that's what I you can were able to say. One se- Wait, hold on one second. Yeah. Vion. Well, okay. The the big office that we were in did it have big windows. The Not after we were done. <laughs> True. The office itself technically had windows. I think that like the main thing was the observatory room. That's right. Had windows, and then underneath that, or around, like I, if I remember the geometry correctly. It was like around that down was like the office. Um, there was a library beneath the observatory. I think. I think Fripp's office is actually on the opposite side. Although I got to ignore admit, me, I do not have the map of Fripp Matter. <laughs> that was I think, why we blew out the window so we could go out and then back in. That, <laughs> it was like okay. something like that. Remember? Yeah. Was a- I was gonna ask if you have like. I don't know if you could like burst invisibility and like me and Kedrish could go peek in some windows. Oh, I could teleport us in. 
Uh, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm worried about using magic to get inside right away until we have a better lay or ma- magic. Teleportation is not magic. But not yeah. magic, but like, I don't My know. My invisibility will drop though. I yeah. don't want to go in. I'm just saying like, if we get like, we start looking through windows while we're invisible just so that. To what end? We, what just if we can for? see, because uh, Ulis couldn't see in the office. So I was trying to get eyes in there for them because they kept, they wanted to see what was in there. Well, if I can but see it, I can to. teleport in. Wait, that's that was my main goal. Hold up, but hold up. Okay. I need to. I need to remember. I need to remember that I'm a magician. Would you all be opposed to a burst of extrasensory perception? Oh I know God. the space we're looking for. Will we be oh. able to put the sensor in there? I I would be able to see into there. Well, no, it's magic. It might be blocked. Yeah. Uh. All right. Um. Yeah. I'm, yeah. All right. As I see, we have two options. Yeah. Either we go to his business office. We saw his uh, body man get on the phone indicating that he is currently at a remote location. We could go to that place and deal with whatever security measures are on that site. Or we lay in wait for him because eventually he might return to his residence to eat a sad dinner alone like a sad wealthy man. Alone, but for the people he literally hires to accompany him. Oh, he will not is, literally be alone. Do oh. we want to do a, a split? Do we want to do half and half? Because he might not be at the office at all. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff That's out there. True. We should just investigate this office right away. We have Cadrax. They can fly us. You can stretch. I could teleport nearby. We have options. We must take action, though. Yeah, that's I'm yeah. trying to figure out what the most what's the most effective way, efficient way we can do it. Nope. 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 I can still I can still I can still phase and post cog, so I can still do stuff to help. Let's you go can in. Always do things to help Fion Vicker. Oh, uh, uh, you can't see it because I'm looking like another man, but I'm blushing right now. Um, it shows up more, in fact. Oh, he's blushing now. <laughs> oh, this is <laughs> I, I I actually hate this because um, also this guy might be dead. Um, that's true. Uh, all right, let's. Should we try to teleport time. right in? Let's just let's do it. Teleport right in. All right, let's do it. Okay, Ulez, where are you teleporting them to? Since you're the only person who has not seen the inside of this house. Oh, that's right. Honestly, the foyer. That's the only okay. place I know. That's the only part you've yeah. seen. So give yeah, me a teleportation roll. Uh oh, die apply. Yeah, okay. Oh. Unless Fionn's gonna. I was gonna say, like, I mean, I can project an image to you so you can see what we saw in terms of the location, but I don't know if that's how that works. I have to have seen it to teleport there. So, like, in person? Theory, yes. But you have a picture where you're going, you know? I I can show you the office. I think that's a cool move. Let's do it. Yeah, I, uh, image is just to you, um, the office. Okay, I'll give you that because you're not. You know, this is not Mr. Battle or High Pressure. Um, you transmit the image that you remember uh, from um, Ulez, uh, uh, from from when you were here with uh, Daniel Sizik and, and Abigail um, to Ulez. Ulez, give me a teleportation roll. The Odai applies. Uh, so the roll is a 10, but the Odai goes off. Yes. 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 Going on a trip. Best. All right. And um, you uh, bamf uh, right into uh, the foyer um, uh, where um, you find yourself. Man, I, I wish I had the, how I described all this stuff back in the day. But um, in this, you know, 
wide, gorgeous kind of entryway. Uh, there are two, I think, spiral staircases that kind of go up to the next floor in front of you, uh, halls to either side of you. Uh, you don't see anybody in front of you right now. Um, what do you want to do? Huh. I did not think that was going to be successful. Ah, oh, we have arrived. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> um, sometimes we glitch. It is fine. Um, Understood. Oh, yes. May I amplify noises to hear footsteps or breathing or anything? I want to try to figure out where the butler is in the house. Give me a complex task, girl. Yes. Sound does an echo here, though. Six on the... Wow! Okay! It understands it's a season premiere, my goodness. <laughs> so my, my Cadraxius die, the way it went with the, with the rainbow. Yes. Oh, I love those um, So, yeah, um, that's, what is that now? It's 19. So as Benny has pointed out, um, this place is built with anechoic tiles. So sound does not really echo well enough for you to trace, even at okay. your most powerful. I, I figured out what the missing word was. It says neither having nor producing echoes. I think I just wrote down the definition uh, of anechoic. I think I literally <laughs> tried to do exactly this. Probably. Yep. Um, and step and, on the rake again. Um, I and, think I'm you know, you, you trying to, try to go for the air, right? Yeah, right. Um, and uh, you give that a shot and you are quickly reminded of what happened last time you gave that same thing a shot. Um, and uh, as you are standing there um, from the hallways to the side, you start uh, the old fashioned way. You can now hear footsteps as you see guards coming from both ends of the hallway um, running towards you. Uh, they, you know, um, I guess maybe you wouldn't hear the footsteps. I don't know. Um, it, you know, it's hard to figure out how the anechoic stuff works, but it certainly either, the vibrations don't that work. Or there ain't, yeah. <laughs> the vibrations don't work enough for you to like map the house out by vibration alone. But as these guys are bearing down on you, you you know are certainly aware of them. I just turn um, back to my friends. Should I just walk through them? Should I just like walk past them and go up? Like the, these are just a bunch of guys, maybe. They uh, all draw guns on you and say, freeze, freeze! Every, nobody move. Oh. That's the opposite of what I do. Um, can I play a trouble against myself? <laughs> yeah, you can. What trouble are you going to play? I just, I hate that she's stubborn. She's so stubborn and she hates it. <laughs> These guys are always, every time she's got a gun at her, she does something really ridiculous. Yep. So I got going to play stubborn as a mule and she's going to uh, grow a level and like move towards them <laughs> a little bit. Like, no, I don't, I don't do that. I don't know if you've noticed. She's, I want to get in their faces a little bit. She's this is they're, it's annoying every time there are people. It annoys the shit out of her when there are people with guns. So what's the trouble it's causing you? I'm assuming they're going to shoot at me. Oh, okay. You're um, like confronting them. I'm trying to. I'm con- confronting them directly. Nobody move, Benny. Benny moves, moves. <laughs> which is exactly how I got shot last time. So yeah, okay. in which I didn't play a trouble against myself. I, I was just that. playing into the character. My God, <laughs> um, Benny, uh, you grow. Kind just of one size. One size, uh, mm-hmm. which for you is like two stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's so, like, yeah, you that's kind way of, big. That's very big. How, how tall is this boy? Um, I mean, that's that's, that's a whole level. Great. You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll we will say that you are able to kind of you know just you know you bunch up to you know, kind of hitting the ceiling. Like one and a half. Yeah, one and a half. Um, <laughs> or half half a level. 
And uh, as you do, uh, the guards, uh, they all open fire on you. Um, And um, I'm going to say, because this has to cause you some kind of trouble. Yes, Um, of course. I'm just going to say that costs you two stamina, um, uh, which brings you down to three where you're at now. Um, And uh, then... Um, um, I cannot lie. I, I have it as two... Oh, you have it as two. Okay. I had it as, I had four written down for my notes, so I won't. No, I appreciate your honesty, Caitlin. Um, <laughs> so they start firing. You uh, feel just from both sides of you, gunfire just hitting you on both sides. What are the other three of you doing? Hate guns. Hate guns. May I lift you? Willis? Yes, please. Yeah, uh, yeah full permission. Okay. Foosh. Uh, upward. To where? Um, so my first instinct, and uh, Vion, you remember the layout, so you feel free to steer them, but like, Cadrex's first instinct is actually to go for the gun room. I want to, like, if those guns aren't there, I want to know that, and I want to know it immediately. Sure. Um, and then I think they'll start looking for the office and stuff, but like... Sure, let's check that first. <laughs> There are grenades. Um, we have some of them, by the way. If we're not in initiative order, um, as Cadrax kind of like scoops the team up, um, Benny's stretched. I would love to, uh, I can heal up ranged. Um, I would love to like throw out a heal uh, for Benny. Yes. Um. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll let you do I mean, this. I just I mean, got a trouble. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she, she played this as a trouble. So it's yeah. like kind of. You might need to wait another. Is it a page? Another turn or a page? Yes. If, if, okay. if you want, I'll try. Yeah, if you want to try and heal her, you probably got to wait around and we got, we got to roll initiative and, and do this. Okay. Like, yeah, like, if you're real. going, you go. And I think I need to keep this as my like. So it isn't <laughs> negated immediately. Yeah. <laughs> or we keep I'm, you here and trust that you could bamf around. That's the alternative. Yeah, it's up to you. Because no, think go. about it. Benny's very, very tall. So you could still be nearby her if I just left you in the foyer on the second level. Oh, yeah. If you want to catch true. up like that, right? Then all everything we've done is true. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't be at range. You could wait long enough if you'd like to stay in the event. Long I would like that. Okay. I don't, I don't know this place and you're going to take true. me to a gun room. All right. Very well. <laughs> stay nearby. Take care of our ally. We will go to the room of the projectiles and Great. investigate. Let's go check that out real quick. All right. Um, Kadrax, you grab Vion, and the two of you zip up to what I think was the second floor, kind of way all the way over uh, on um, past the game room, like on the, uh, uh, I think it was like the east side of the building. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you zip over to uh, that same closet where you found all the guns last time. It, it is locked. What do you want to do? The door's locked? Yeah, the door's locked. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, Doc, you can throw me through. I'll phase. Actually, wait, hold up. I'm sorry, Doc. I'll phase the door, please, after you. Did, did phasing didn't work here? I could phase through some of the doors. Oh, the doors. That's right. It, it yeah, on, I'll yeah, try to phase the door. Uh, Vion, you, uh, you, what you're phasing? Your phasing is four. level four. Uh, okay, that works. Um, you phase the door, 
Cadrax, you pass through the door. It is a little bit weird. It's not the same as being phased yourself, but like you can tell that the phasing, it definitely interferes with like your, you know, you always feel the hum of the world around you, the vibrations of everything. And it's like, it's just when, when, you, when you pass through an object, it, it affects all that very strangely, you know? Oh, it's um, like anechoic, but for life. Ooh. Um, but it only lasts a second as you <laughs> pass so you through into the closet. Writing. Yeah. And uh, Vion comes in behind you, and uh, you can see that the whole room is empty. Flux. Ooh, that's not great. All right, great. we need to find him. Office, next. Okay, great. Phase the door. We're going to look in his office, and we keep it moving. All right. You start heading up to the third floor where the office was, um, on the opposite side of the building, I think. Yeah. Meanwhile, Benny, you are still surrounded by guys who have now stopped shooting, but are now shouting, like, get on the floor, get on the floor, that kind of thing. Um, Ulez, I, I think you can probably try and make an, an, a heal attempt on Benny now. What do you want to do? Okay, um, hide behind a knocked over table and blast out a little heal from my hands. Yes. Thanks, Benny. <laughs> this is, I think, uh, the lowest Benny has ever been. <laughs> okay, so that <laughs> brings Benny back up to seven. Nice. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, uh, did you heal Benny earlier? No, you didn't. You healed the other two. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was the only one still up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, oh, this is maybe silly. Um, I would like to like lean down and just like <laughs> scream. <laughs> At them. Yeah. I would like to really like, roar at them. Give me a willpower roll. <laughs> I'm trying to intimidate them. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, let's use my magma dice. Uh, willpower seven. Is This is a willpower roll, and I'm using my power aura. Do I get my aura specialty? My power specialty? Because it's a it's a attribute sure. roll. Sure. And it's not a power roll. Yeah. <laughs> I'm using it to be scary. Okay. Um, okay. This is a 15. <laughs> um, you, um, instantaneously, like, most of them just turn and run back down the hallways. A couple of them, like, back off, and you can see her just, like, could barely hold their guns on you. I kind of, like, I want to, like, I, like, lift up just a little bit, just so I'm, like, kind of near the level where Ulez is. And she goes, that never gets old, honestly. And you kind of, like... <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Cadrax, Vion, you swoop up to Jonathan Fripp's office. It's a big office, uh, as you recall. Um, it was pretty torn up the last time you were here as you, mm -hmm. I, I think, they like blasted, you know, or ripped that, you know, safe out of, out of the floor. Yep, um, it has all been fixed I now. Pulled it open because um, I remember the temperature of metal. I forgot yep. about that. That was awesome. <laughs> you fly into the office and uh, sitting behind the desk is Jonathan Fripp, uh, who is played by Scott Bakula. Uh, and he is sitting there watching a bank of monitors uh, from which he can see the entire manor. Um, and as you enter, uh, he, he turns to you and says, welcome to my home again. Again? What are you talking about? I know that you broke in here once before, a few months back. And I have video evidence of that, if you've forgotten. Ah, oh, no, that doesn't make any sense. I don't think I've been here before, Doc. There must have been someone who looked like me, but uh, no, I don't know, man. And I just want to like lean against like one of the walls.
what brings you uh, back to my home? This habit of breaking in here is um, it's becoming most troublesome. Well, I'll tell you what. We got a quick question, and then we're happy to leave you alone. You see, we're just trying to trace someone who uh, said that they were somewhat of an associate of yours. I have a lot of associates. Well, let's see if this person was one of them. Daniel Sizik. 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 Sizik, Sizik. Say it a couple more times. There you go. As he says it, I'd like to switch on the portable voice stress analyzer. <gasps> oh, Zam Delev, everybody. It's a little dusty, but uh, yeah, that checks out. <laughs> Um, the portable voice stress analyzer adds, adds one or two. Uh, how much does it add to an intellectual to detect a lie? Probably one. Uh, I can look it up uh, yeah, can, as he prepares his mendacity. I would say I would say like maybe plus three if I remember correctly. Surely <laughs> it's an auto success. I like uh, that. I hope we're not <laughs> turning that thing on you right now, Beyond. <laughs> 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 call me Shirley. Um, so <laughs> it was. There was a non-portable voice stress analyzer, and then there was yes. a portable voice stress analyzer, which was plus one. Okay. Plus one. Great. Um, so he, Cadrax, give me an intellect roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eleven. And he says, Sizik. Yeah, I seem to remember. He was the man who um, broke into my house and robbed my safe along with you. Is that correct? Hold on, I'm sorry. And I do like lean away against from the wall. You remember him? Well, sure. He broke into my safe. Like you did. Uh, And how did you know that he was the one who broke into your safe? There are cameras everywhere in Fripp Manor. That doesn't get you a name. Yeah. I am very resourceful when it comes to identifying my enemies. How good are you at uh, making them disappear? Has someone disappeared? Yeah. Uh, Sizik himself. There's no record of him existing anywhere. That sounds to me like a matter for the police. Perhaps you should call them. Or maybe I should. Mr. Fripp, I think this is a much more serious matter. Whether you consider him an enemy or not, Daniel Sizik clearly induced your daughter into... An ultimately life or death situation. Now, however strained your relationship must be, surely we can find ourselves in accord on the matter of her health and well-being. And if something has happened to a man who endangered your daughter, I want to know about it, don't you? Your concern for my daughter is touching. I recommend you take the matter up with the police. Could we, um, 
have access to the security footage that you have of this Daniel Sizik? No. That's fair. Okay. Well, this is going to get real complicated for you then because I have no idea how you're going to explain the uh, armory that you kept here as uh, well as several of your artifacts. Um, and the construction of this house, which I have to assume is not necessarily up to city code. Uh, I don't know, Cadrex's not an expert here, but... I suppose that's a matter for the buildings department to decide. Perhaps you should file a grievance with them and I will uh, see you in um, a buildings department hearing in, uh, I don't know, nine to 12 months? Yeah, that's perfectly fine, man. We're both assholes. I know that this can be a huge inconvenience to you as much as it is to me. But the thing is, man, you're saying that a guy that you acknowledge existed just got scrubbed out. I see no evidence of that. And you weren't the one who did it? If I was, uh, certainly I wouldn't tell you. Well, if you and if I wasn't, then I wouldn't know anything. I mean, here's the thing. You admit it to knowing him, which is great because I have this ability where I can um, recall things um, called postcognition. Uh, and that's great because that's an admission um, that you know this individual. So uh, either you did it and you're the only person on the planet aside from us who knows that this man existed or you didn't do it, which means that you, sir, your name is on the list. Uh, and, and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, uh, Mr. Fripp. You have this incredible house that's protecting you, this incredible office that's protecting you, a vault that is impossible to break into. Uh, we did it twice, and uh, I don't think we even broke a sweat. Uh, you, sir, are up shit's creek without paddle. Give me a willpower roll. I would love to. Twelve. And uh, Jonathan Fripp says, Oh, I always have a paddle. Frankly, I recommend you take your concerns to the police, and I think we're done here, or I will take my video evidence of you robbing my safe to the police. <laughs> All right. Excuse me, to the Department of Investigation. That's perfectly fine, man. I have one follow-up question, then, if you want to ask anything, Doc, all yours. Um, but real quick, Mr. Fripp, just one last question. Since we're having sort of a private conversation here, and we seem to be the only people privy to the events that have been erased from internet records, when they get you, is there anything in particular you'd like for us to mention at your funeral? You know a thing or two about funerals, don't you, Mr. Vigor? I know a thing or two about avoiding them. That might be a difference between us. And I want to just like lean in really close to him. I appreciate your concern for me. But I think we're done here. You can show yourself out. Those are very famous last words, sir. And I'm going to turn. 
I'm going to turn and face Fion. Is there any reason, moral or tactical, not to visit physical intimidation upon this person? I find myself sorely tempted, but I seek a consult for justice. I think the only thing that uh, would be my reasoning against it would be it provides him a grounds for justice as well. I don't care. Uh, I look you right in the eyes, Cadrax, with the utmost respect communicated because that's the amount of respect that I do have for you. You wouldn't operate a surgery with shaky hands. Don't do this as well. You want justice? We'll come back once we solve the case. But as of right now, we need him where he is. Why? Because he's in the middle of the web. And we're going to collect everything we get. And Cadrax, and I lean in close, because I usually call you Doc. Mm -hmm. If it's justice you want, you have to keep in mind everybody who deserves that justice, not just you, because that makes a vengeance. Who gets the last call? That's how you show respect. That's what justice is, I guess. Telling people that you respect them, even if... Uh, Sometimes you want to not. I don't respect him. It's definitely loud enough that he can hear that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. This guy's a prick. And I turn back. This guy's 100% a prick. And he's probably going to end up in the pavement in a couple of days. Because he doesn't want to work with us. But I'm talking about somebody else. I'm talking about someone a little bit closer to you that I think deserves a sense of closure. And you cannot rob her of that. It's tough. And I put an, a hand on your shoulder. And it sucks. And that's the kindness that we show. But if you want to punch him a little bit, just like one punch, just like a little one. Look at this guy. He's nothing but fear. He built a fortress around him. You want to give him one punch, Cadrax? <sighs> I will take a record of precipitation. Yes, you will. <laughs> yes, you will. Uh, we will print up an award that says specifically that. We're going to frame it. And we're going to give that to you. It's a good thing one of us loves Abigail. <laughs> I'm going to walk out now. And uh, he lights a cigarette as you walk out. And just kind of stairs i have to have the last word that as we're walking out i tap on that glass or whatever that's right and i just pointed at him and go those things will kill you man and i close the door to his office and uh as uh he he calls the guards off of benny and uh, as they do they do come down to the foyer benny is two stories tall sitting cross-legged in the foyer arms crossed just like Anytime any of the guards try to get close again, she does like one of these things. <laughs> and she's been doing that for the past 10 minutes. 
<laughs> and finally, the guards back off of you, and uh, uh, Vion and Kadrak show up. Um, and and just to keep things moving here, I'm going to say, and uh, as the four of you leave Fripp Manor, we're going to call this a game. Um, wow, that was. <laughs> I didn't punch him. I didn't punch him. I, did, I didn't. Uh, I just like a head. Desk. Head. We didn't. We didn't do any violence in that house this time. We were just a wow. little um, obnoxious for this. I wanted to do violence to the entire house. I want to tear it down. If Frick Manor is not burning and Cadrax is not in front of it like that child in the arson meme. Uh, oh. <laughs> hey, I, I hate to see how you guys treat people you know actually did something wrong. Um, but- Okay. He let um, his daughter get locked in a vault. I don't Sizzik not with mm, She locked don't care herself about in the vault. He didn't do it, but okay. Um, <laughs> we can argue about this later. Um, but that was incredible and so wildly different. I didn't even have notes that goes along with any of this. It was so different than what I thought it was going to be. That's how you know we uh, will, that's how you know you want a tabletop RPG. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just mm-hmm. wow. I'm 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 usually like at least you know barely good at anticipating what I'll need for one of these. And, uh, <laughs> um, I, I I completely whiffed. Just you know three strikes baby, every we time. Got you, we, got you back to. we strive to be consistent with what you have set up while also. Uh, destroying your expectations and asking for NPC names that you have to make up on the fly. They were great. I loved Boris. What a great way to start the last season. I love you all. Thank you for knocking this out of the park. The credits start rolling. Tell the good people where they can find you, starting with Caitlin Bruder. Hi, I'm Caitlin Bruder, and I would enjoy sitting cross-legged at being two stories tall, made of lava, and scaring uh, guards for all of eternity. Uh, but you can find me on Twitter at KKMABR, being, I don't know, regularly goofy. And on my coffee, uh, coffee.com slash Bruder Caitlin, and I will mail you so much confetti. I strive to cause problems and issues. That's all I got. <laughs> Sam live. Okay, we can all see the associative train of thought that went to me next, next Rick. And I continue, <laughs> I appreciate you understanding what I am. Sam DeLev, I cause problems and issues alongside Caitlin Bruder, but also independently throughout the Twitternet at twitch.tv slash DeLevely, D-E-L-E-V-E-L-Y, and all of my one-offs at Tchaikovsky on Twitter, C-H-A-I-K-O-V-S-K-Y. Omar Nijam. Did you forget both of our names in that moment? <laughs> no, I was having trouble picking. I just got frozen in a like, you know. Which, which, I you know, put him on the spot about the associative thing, and then it's uh, like, oh, uh, who do I go to? trying to find the connection. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. I'm Omar Nijam. You can find me at Omar Nijam on Twitter. Um, I'm also Tuesday nights over at Pixel Circus. Uh, you can find me playing a little cat pirate boy uh, named Jibe Tafril, um, as there's many incredible adventures going on on the show Bane's Break, so please tune in for that. It's a really wonderful show, produced by some really, really wonderful friends. Um, and also, uh, I would like to just reiterate really quickly, uh, Caitlin's Coffee is incredible. The um, monthly serotonin boost I get um, from the art and the messages is so important and great. Um, and also, every single time I manage to open the envelope badly while I am standing over my bed, and the green screen is here, where I to take it down, you would see that it's covered in paper confetti right now. <laughs> And one dinosaur sticker. <laughs> I got new stickers, you guys. They're really exciting. <laughs> I also found my corner rounder. 
Bijala. I am impressed. Hello all. Uh, sometimes I'm your, I'm your non-binary busy bee. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as at B underscore Zelda, a podcaster, host of Anime Attaché, streamer. Uh, Tuesday, I'm on 12 Sided Stories. And Saturday, I think like every other Saturday, but also don't quote me because I don't know my own schedule. I am streaming with Roll For It, playing some good society where I wholeheartedly misunderstood the tone. And um, we're now playing a romantic comedy. Uh, so if yes. that's your jam, come join. Uh, and I'm Rick Bud. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at rbud913. You can follow the show at Powerplay RPG. I will be back here next week uh, with these four incredible people, but they will not be going it alone because next week we will be welcoming back one of our most special, special guests, the amazing, the incredible, the fantastic Dale Kingsmill. Hey! I believe she's in chat right now. Yes! She's in chat. Hello, Dale. Yes, Dale is coming back. Destiny Ben Dixon comes to Port Ruby. Um, and uh and 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 shit's gonna go down. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a Dale story. Uh so yeah, I am super excited about this. I cannot tell you. Um I, I love that character. Uh and uh and I like Dale too. Um, and, uh, uh, that is, that is it. Thank you so much, everybody for sticking with us and, and, and for blowing, you know, the goal wide open as you always do a hundred percent of the time. Uh, we will see you next week. And on that, the theater cuts to black and we are in Avalon and it is 1990. Um, it's evening. We are in a spacious and tastefully decorated apartment, and uh, through the large windows, we can see the sun setting, and we hear uh, the sounds of a baby crying filling the air. Um, from out of a hallway comes a woman, maybe 30 years old or so. I would say she's a young Michelle Pfeiffer, and uh, she is wearing a nightgown and cradling an infant, uh, and as she walks slowly through the kitchen, uh, she sings... Hush, little baby, don't say a word. And she continues on into the dining room, slowly walking a loop around the dining room table. She gently rocks the child in her arms, but it keeps crying, so she sings, Papa's gonna buy you a mockingbird. And then she walks into the living room and kind of stops to glance around as if she's looking for something or someone. The baby continues to wail, so the mother starts walking again, and this time she makes a circle around the couch and sings, If that mockingbird don't sing. And then she turns down a hallway and walks towards a door at the end of it, and as she pushes it open with her shoulder, she sings, Papa's gonna buy you a diamond ring. Inside the room is an office, and it's pretty nice. Uh, there's a big oak desk, a few chairs, filing cabinets, stuff like that. And the baby's cry starts to mellow out into a gurgling sound, uh, but the mother keeps walking towards the desk and sings, If that diamond ring is brass. And she stops as she reaches the desk. Sitting on top of it is an old book. It's been left open, and the mother looks down at it. And on the open page, there are paragraphs of text in some archaic language and a, a fairly primitive sketch of a person made of red mist. And the mother shakes her head, reaches down, takes the book by its cover, and as she slams it shut, we cut to black. Thanks for playing with us. 
Hey everyone, this is Sam DeLeff. If you like what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. Your review helps other fans find the show, which really helps us out too. And if you're looking for other ways to support PowerPlay, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG for news about merchandise, giveaways, and everything else we do.